Brian, can I see that paper for a sec? Huh. That's odd. I thought that would be big news. You thought what would be big news? Well, there seems to be an absence of a certain ornithological piece. A headline regarding mass awareness of a certain avian variety. What are you talking about? Oh, have you not heard? It was my understanding that everyone had heard. Heard what? Brian, don't! Episode 132. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Hey, I just found out that the San Diego Comic-Con isn't only for inmates. I could have gone. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. Try that again. So, hey, I just found out the San Diego Comic Con isn't only for inmates. I could have gone. How long have you been in prison? Me? Yeah. I'm not the inmate, sir. You said it's not. Oh, I understand. Gosh. This isn't only for inmates. Something's wrong with my humor button. Broken or something. It's stuck in so your comedy. It is your comedy. It's like bell, a gunk uh, in there. You know the the saying: "There's no genius for the on the. There's no off position for the genius switch or whatever." What is that? I've never, I've heard, never that. heard that in my life. There's no. Do we off. sound overdriven or is it just me? This sounds overdriven as an as all get out. How do right we sound? Now. How do we sound, Frank? Uh, you sound great. Really? Yeah, we're not recording though, but I mean that's okay, right? I mean that could be. <laughs> How about it. when I do this? That has a little something to do with it. No, oh, it sounds uh, good. I don't know. Still sounds overdriven as I'll get out. Sounds good to me. I don't know. Here, yeah. try put these on. All right. Well, you sound fine to me. I mean, is it, one. is it just my headphones? It must my be the he- headphones. My headsets? Yeah, must that, be the headphones. Power, it's We just have a very powerful signal. Is that what's going hey, on? Hey, it must be the headphones. We're like, a, we're like the uh, the podcast version of a blowtorch. I saw some guy what? doing that at karaoke huh? the other night. Wait, what was... They, they describe... Wait, uh, wait uh, I want to go back to... We're the podcast they, version of a blowtorch? They describe strong radio stations. Mm-hmm. They, they describe their towers as like blowtorches. If they're uh, like... Seriously? No, wait. That's cool. Let's start this over. No. It's, I see <laughs> levels, but I can't hear anything now. Oh, that could be an issue. Are your uh, headphones plugged in? Oh, there we go. Yeah? Okay. Really? Yeah. So? Oh. Sergut? Is it still working? That? Yeah. As the Germans say, Sergut. Are we sure? Which means very goot. Very goot. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. <laughs> so yesterday I was uh I got boxed in by cops and got pulled over. Really? Yeah. How was, lucky for you. It, it was it was pretty interesting. It was because of something that happened two years ago. They saw your license plate and they Yeah. Really? I got we got an escaped convict on I got the, uh, boxed in uh, by cops. We got a uh, former Prime Media employee pull him over and uh, <laughs> see what he knows. Uh but Big. all it was was it expired I, I never I never changed my um never my license plate. Is that a so problem? So the license, well, apparently it is. 
<laughs> got pulled over, got boxed in. They, but uh, they, but they did it very well. It was like, okay. I mean, I'm just driving down. There's a cop comes dun, barreling dun, behind dun, me. So dun, I pull over. Dun, yeah. dun, passes me, dun, dun, gets in dun, front of me. Dun, another dun, cop comes to the side of me. I'm boxed dude. in. Then the one that's on the side of me comes back around, turns on the siren, pulls me into a parking uh-huh. lot. Well, they think you're like a Zapatista or something? Zapatista? Is that not a real word? <laughs> I've never heard that word. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> you know, Zapatista. Oh, you heard me. Uh, oh, Professor. Is that amazing Spider-Man hello. shirt? Rocking it. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. I tend to wear my, my Blue Lantern Hope shirt when uh-huh. I'm over here a lot. Because nice. you hope things will go well? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Um, by the Brian, way. Brian, can I see that paper for a sec? According, Sorry. Girl, according, to, wi- button. according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. According to Wikipedia. Why do you put so much emphasis Wikipedia. on Wikipedia? <laughs> what? You're eating hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Zapatista. Say whip. Whip. Sorry, uh, whip. Yeah, I forgot yeah, what I was going to say. Cool. So it was something funny. It was clever. And I just can't remember. I joined late to this, so I'm <laughs> mumbling sooner. <laughs> Should have mumbled sooner. I was too busy playing free cell. So according to uh, Wikipedia, the uh, Zapatista what? Army of National Liberation is an armed revolutionary group based in Chiapas, one of the poorest states of Mexico. Since 1994, they have uh, been in a declared war against the Mexican state. Their social base is mostly indigenous, but they have some supporters in urban areas as well as an international web of support, like Frank. Wow, this show <laughs> is this show is just rocketing if, the humor train. Hey, if you want to learn, <laughs> if you want to learn about Mexican revolutionaries, you know, or Latin revolutionaries mm-hmm. besides Che Guevara, listen to this show. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, I used to have a Che Guevara shirt. Uh, I just did that for fun. I was actually, actually he was Cuban, well, wasn't he? I was a member of the Nixon Youth. I thought it was so Che. I, it was just uh, Che. Che Guevara. Che. How come yeah. my laughter che? button is missing? I don't know, dude. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's that way maybe for the whole has, show this week. Maybe it has something to do with your uh, with it, your humor not working. It's very possible that the laughter button will be entirely missing from this episode. Mm. So uh, hang that in there, people. That reminds me about uh, our last episode. We had a nice comment on it. Um, that it was short? No. Was that the uh, the pharmacist show? Was that the one yeah. with the... the the pharmacist sketch. <laughs> yeah, let me read a couple of these. Um, Crippled Avenger says, uh, aside from the book sale, of which I am a customer segment, nice. this show defines half-hour wasted. Nice. Especially the wasted part, and I love it. Excellent. There, um, there's no... Uh, yeah. Let's see. Daryl says, uh, this was the most chaotic episode for a podcast I've ever heard, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I think the thing that makes a podcast enjoyable for me is when podcasting crew are just shooting the breeze, talking about not just fanboy stuff, but what's going on in their lives. Oh, like my like being pulled over by the cops. So now, I, let's get back to that. So I guess How? it's a good thing we didn't like edit out thirty four minutes of that. Uh, yeah. last there were, remember like, there was talk of that. Of. Oh yeah, <laughs> did you leave that in? Did you leave that in the episode? You, you mean you didn't listen? Huh? You didn't do a proof listening? No, I didn't proof listen to it. I lived it, baby. Well, I'm not going to listen to your things anymore either fair enough um no why why was the cops looking at you to begin with i don't know you think you were just like a random security check that's all i could imagine it is so they just they saw you going by they decided to run your tags and uh they went ding 
I imagine that's all they were doing was they just drove behind me. They probably picked tags to check randomly. Mm. Mine came up as null, as in they they were um, they expired two years ago. So he had to call for backup. I imagine. No, wait a minute. I mean, every your... year you have to renew your registration. But and you, every year you do I do that. But it's what every like seven seven years you have to get new tags. Yes. Yeah. New plates. Yeah, they've actually mailed plates. new plates to me. So, so you had you had proper taggage on your car. Yeah. But they didn't like the license tag you had stuck to it. No, no my, the registration my, license, my registration was that. fine. Yeah, I got that. And two years ago, I was given new plates. And I put them in the trunk of my car, oh, and I go, okay, when I get home, I will change them. Two, two years, years later. later. <laughs> so you've had the new plates with you for yeah. two years. In fact, I, I was like, they're in my trunk. If you want to see them, pop the trunk. There they are. Yeah. And the officer's like, well, how come you haven't changed them? And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any shoes. I just forgot. Two years ago, I forgot. And My you know, they, they kept asking me. You know, they they had two. They did the uh-huh. the cop thing where one comes up, asks mm-hmm. you a whole bunch of questions. He walks away. Right. Another cop comes up, asks Ask you, you the, the same, same questions, questions, looking for goes, different answers. Yeah, going back and then they compare notes. They usually do that, that when they is really smart. Yeah, yeah it is. That, that's a cop did, thing. Did you notice, it, like, when they walked up behind mm-hmm. you, that, like, they touched the back of your car? They always touched the back of the car, yeah. They put their fingerprint on the car for future reference, mm-hmm. like proof they were there and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Working. Next uh, time you get pulled over, Bill, watch in the rearview mirror. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, as no, soon I as. No, don't need to update. As soon as thinking. that cop comes up to me, I'm going to grab a, grab some Windex and a spray ball and go, <laughs> dude, dude, hey. This is my car. I saw you don't, touch don't my car. Would you mind going? Don't do that. Cleaning Those, it. Hey, that that grease print could could make the paint bubble up eventually. It's you know not what? Cool, dude. That cop would totally appreciate that. I, I think so. <laughs> you should seriously Part have some Windex in your in your passenger seat at all times. I should, or at least like a baby wipe or something. Go back there better and baby yet, wipe and go. Dude, better stop yet, it. when he walks up, you've uh-huh. got a short car, so Ooh. he's going to be relatively yeah. close to you. Uh-huh. So better yet, as soon as he touches the back of the car, and you see that, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you should immediately yes. open the door and hop out and say, what are you doing? And be sure to, to, uh-huh. to scratch the back uh, uh, with your hand, your back. Like scratch your lower back. Uh-huh. Scratch your lower back when you jump out. Are you, dude, I got something for you. And then reach my pockets. Yes. Um, no, I think uh, you guys are wearing get... a jacket. Reach in like you're going to grab your wallet. And right. Come out with your wallet. Um, I've, you guys gave me a great idea though. Like when, you know, you actually, these you are pull terrible, over. these are terrible ideas well, that should never be done. Well, this one, this one coming up is a good idea. So stay tuned everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you pull over and the cop is getting out of his, his cruiser and he's coming up to you and you've got your windows rolled down and you're fiddling around, you know, under your seat, you know, hiding your gun, um, uh, pull out the bottle of Windex and see he gets up there, just squirt it right in his eyes. They'll, Again, that's not you. a good idea. That is that would not go over well. <laughs> you don't think unless, unless you want a face mm-hmm. full of asphalt, I wouldn't do that. Ah, uh, okay. You could do that if you wanted to. Cop, <laughs> cops go through a lot. Of, they have to put with a lot of crap. You know, we used to work at a company that did training, LETN, Law Enforcement Training Network. Yeah, and sometimes we would talk to the cops and stories. And, and you know what? They don't want to. You know, they're doing their job, okay? <laughs> and they have to put up with yeah, jerks okay. <laughs> on a you, daily basis. They have to put up with jack A's like us. Yeah. Unbelievable. And guys trying to be funny and guys say, reminding them that we pay their salary. And, yep. and you know, at the time they're they, – and drunk people. Next and time they, people, next time no. they say, you know, you know – 
Oh, no, that would be the person in the car that says, yeah. we pay your salary. I was going to say, next yeah. time the cop okay. said, you pay my salary, then you could say, how much do you make a year? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you could buy me four or five times over on that $28,000 salary you make. 28? I know, dude. It's, that's pretty good. I you make a little bit more said, because minimum, minimum wage just went up. You know what you should have said to the... The police man. <laughs> Besides, when he said, yes, sir, or no, ask, sir. Yeah, ask when the he cop said, if he's enjoying his, his race. <laughs> when he said, um, why haven't you put your license plates on? Mm-hmm. You should have said this. Uh, I've been on a moon. <laughs> <laughs> Carl has an answer you know, for everything. This is actually, I have, this is the first ticket I've gotten in years. I've talked out of myself out of two tickets. Wow. Not, not. Be you, uh, flirty, not you unbutton your shirt. I didn't unbutton my button. shirt and just kind of. One was a lady cop. You know, what can I say? Nice. No, I just chest hair. What I did was I asked them um, if they would consider giving me a warning okay. this time, and they go, "Okay, I'll take that under consideration." They go to the back, they go to their car, come back, goes, "All right, here's a warning." Wow. And I didn't. I didn't jerk it up. I didn't anything. I said, "Would you consider giving you me a warning?" You didn't. Uh, you didn't force crocodile tears out or anything. That's right. Oh. Nope. Well, yeah, in fact, uh, speaking of LATN, uh, a couple days ago, uh, I had uh, I've just read about this in the newspapers like a couple weeks ago. And I know this this happens, but uh, um, I read about uh, this this current uh, this current thing that uh, people are uh, scam people trying to pull is they'll uh, uh, they'll come to your door door to door alarm home alarm salesman. Okay, and the whole point is that they're bogus, but they want to get in your house, I guess, to a case it and to be put in a bogus uh, alarm system or possibly a real alarm system that rings like that dude's cell phone or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that alarm they, system they, looks a lot like a calculator. Yeah. yeah no, it's legit. No, I'm dude, telling no, you. It's totally legit. See the, uh, see the antenna on it. Uh, yeah. It rings straight to my place. Um, <laughs> keep, I keep your alarm system right here, right in my white suit. Um, right hand pocket. <laughs> so, um, so I'm, these and these guys look totally legitimate. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're with GE, and you know, you've been select. You know, we'd you like know, to they select bring you. Good things as, to life, uh, including you scams, know apparently. So I'm, I'm looking at these guys, and it's like these guys are probably legitimate. You know, there's probably isn't anything to worry about, but just in case, we work with Blinks Security. Yes, no, is that Blinks? No, well, Blinks. I told them that uh, that number one uh, that uh, we already had an alarm system. Um, which was a lie. <laughs> that, you see uh, the dogs right well, here. And uh, I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing uh, one of those FETN T-shirts, so it had the the faux uh, uh, fire uh, station uh, badge on the on the front of the T-shirt. Fire emergency training network. Yeah. And so they, uh, too. so he goes, "Hey, uh, you uh, you a firefighter or something?" And I go, "No, nah, I, I I do TV. I work real closely with firefighters and law enforcement officers." And then I just kind of threw in as an aside. I go. Yeah, dude, man, let me tell you what. I could have an army here in about five minutes if I needed to, and we all had a nice chuckle over that. But I, <laughs> I thought hopefully it uh, you know, hopefully it gave them the right message that uh you know, you guys want to come back and mess with us, dude. I'll have uh, I'll have an army of cops uh, you know, making life miserable for you all. I was bluffing. <laughs> but you know, I thought it was a nice uh, I thought it was a nice line. Do you guys yeah, you you guys know what the joint commission is? Yes. They manage and and all the Hospital stuff. Yeah, Tommy Chong is like they, the head of that, isn't he? They they do all no, the that's uh, the other. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. They do uh, all the regulation for hospitals. Anyway, uh, we used to have a joint commission network, very dry <laughs> satellite stuff. network, satellite network, not just very kind of boring. Well, the guy who used to uh, I only directed the like main producer of those. They were they. Kept, I don't know about you. I thought they were very exciting. We used to. Uh, <laughs> We used to work with a guy named Rene Ochoa, who was the uh, who was the EP, the executive producer for them. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he had to go to the hospital one day, and they, asked, you know, and he had a double room with people, and he was nice. laying in there. Nurse comes in and asks him, so what do you do for a living? And he goes, oh, well, I work for the Joint Commission Television Network. Mm-hmm. He goes, really? Oh, that's interesting. About five minutes later, they pulled the other person out of the room, <laughs> and whenever he hit that ringer, yeah. they were there instantly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because they fear the joint, because the joint commission regulates all hospitals. They so, just show up so unannounced. He, so he basically, yeah, and they show up unannounced. He basically said, "I'm a ghost writer." Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that, I think all they heard was joint commission, and uh-huh. they weren't. They, well, they did not kid around. Yeah, they heard three words: I and joint commission. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I blank blank joint commission. So blank, it's, it's blank. basically, I'm with <laughs> joint commission. <laughs> 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 Okay. I mean, they, 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 go the yeah, next time you go to the hospital, just say, you don't have to lie about it. Go, yeah, I've done some work with the Joint Commission. I've done a you lot say. of work. A lot of they work with the Joint Commission there. I guess. It, it's equivalent to us saying uh, the podcast police. <laughs> <laughs> you know, podcast police. Whoa, what? I don't even get that. It's just dang funny. Adam Curry. Mm. Adam Curry. Adam Curry. I'm with Adam Curry's organization. It's, uh, what, Tim Curry's younger brother or something? No, he yeah. invented podcasting. He really? Was, no. He was the, the former MTV MTV yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Big bushy oh, yeah, blonde hair. Absolutely, yeah. Like the white snake dude. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, he Really had, skinny. He has skinny. a... He has a... At one point he did. I don't know if he still does it. He did a, a podcast where he featured... Or he talked about podcasts in general uh-huh. and talking like featured other podcasts. Yes. He's kind of like the godfather of podcasting. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, so hey, we were, we were going to talk about um, San Diego Comic Con. Speaking of podcasts, though, real quickly, I've got... Okay, I guess we need to. Can we do this? We need to give some love first, and then <laughs> then we'll we'll discuss my thing, and then we'll talk about San Diego. Was well, that Vigo you're going to talk about? Yes, Vigo. Have any of you guys got answers on that yet? Okay, we need no. to, we need to love. Let's in do stock the love, trades and then we can talk about Vigo. Yeah, we need to love in stock trades Vigo and or DCBS is... first. Discount comic book service. They have an exclusive offer that they're running uh, from creator. Ryan Dunlavy. Okay. Okay. It is uh, Modoc Rain Delay. Not Dark Rain, but Rain R- Delay. R E I G N. Yes. Nice. 75 off the regular price. DCB price. Uh, DCB service price. 99 cents. DCB service customers get, get a free sketch card from Ryan Dunlavy. Is Modoc. Modoc has always been one of the creepiest of the supervillains, <laughs> in my humble opinion. This is a humorous thing, obviously. Really? Because it's Rain Delay instead of. Ah, yes, okay. So it has to do with baseball. Okay, good. And uh, Jeff Lemire, uh, the author and artist of the Essex County Trilogy, has got a new ongoing series Mm -hmm. called Sweet Tooth. Is this one in color? Uh, well, I don't. I don't honestly don't know. No, it is. There's previews in is the preview. There? Yeah, and it okay. was in color. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. The cover. It's, it's about a boy with antlers. And I heard the description of it when mm-hmm. I first saw it. I, I know it is. It I is. think Frank is serious. No, I am. When I first I saw was it, I was like, and chortling over here. I don't think I'm interested enough because the Essex County yeah. trilogy, mm-hmm. while it was interesting, I don't need to read it again. Um, but this description actually sounds good, and I can't remember what I read, and there's not one here for me to read. But it it does sound interesting. By the way, you can get it for seventy five cents off. Uh, seventy five, actually, that's true. Seventy five cents off for twenty five cents. Oh, because it's a dollar. 
through DCB service, they're offering the, this first issue, Sweet Tooth number one, for twenty five cents. I'm probably Good gonna. Heavens. I'll probably try the first maybe four issues. See if I like it. Okay. I will too. I do. I'll probably try it. Anyway, discount yeah. comicbookservice.com. It's the great thing about DCBS. If you don't like it. Just send it back. You send it back. It's not a rent to own. And they're just sending cash, man. Bunch of dimes and some, some George Washington's in that envelope. Zach, you can talk okay. to Bill. They don't about actually. That. They don't actually what do were you that. Say about about Vigo. It, it was a question. Vigo. A, a question I had. Um, I, I, you know, I know that uh, that uh, that we more more like you guys and the Legion of Dudes. Do an awful lot of work to get the word out about you know H H W L O D, um, and uh, I was just I, I was uh, working my uh, my smartphone my uh, storm, and uh, I downloaded an app called Vigo, which is kind of a one stop shopping apparently for you know you you can you pack you're working it right now yeah I'm uh, I'm gonna go find Vigo and Vigo fire Vigo yes we had a nice little uh, email thread <laughs> about uh, uh, what. Ghostbusters uh, to the greatest movie, but you fire up ever. It is a darn fine movie. But uh, you go to Vigo and you can Vigo. get news and RSS feeds, weather, sports, business, finance, uh, audio, and podcasts, local interest deals, social networks, entertainment, flights, and travel. Um, uh, you know, uh, politics, uh, opinions, options, uh, stuff like that. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for uh, for stuff you might want to see on the internets. Um, is this exclusive to BlackBerry? You know, I have no idea. That's part of my question. I, I don't know what Vigo is. V i i g o. Vigo. Vigo. You want to look it up? But if I you am. go to the audio and podcasts uh, tab, then uh, uh, it has a number of subcategories in it. Um, uh, and um, in the movie Ghostbusters Two, Vigo. Oh, that's the wrong one. No, do it. Do it. Don't you need to type that address in, Bill? Excuse me? Don't you need to type that address in? Yeah, hang on a second. That's no. weird. My, I think the storm sounds a little weird right now. It doesn't sounds a lot like that, a... It's a very hollow clicking sound. It sounds a lot like make. a soundboard clip. Hmm. There you go. That's not, that's not what it is, So are you though, going to that section? Know. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. But uh, so anyway, the, uh, the, the point is that um, uh, on Vigo, um, under, uh, you go to the uh, audio and podcast tab, and um, then you go search through the uh, the, the tabs itself. Um, there are our faves, Vigo recommends, arts, books and literature, business and money, comedy, education, entertainment, food, games and hobbies, government organization, health, kids, family, music, news, media, religion, spirituality, sci-fi, <laughs> science, society and culture, sports, storytelling, technology, television, movies and travel. So that's a lot of categories. These are all podcasts that categories. you can look for. Mm-hmm. These are podcast categories that you can sign up for and listen to. Straight, you don't have to download. Apparently, you can stream it straight from your so phone, what, which is which is awesome, which is a great what idea. What category did you investigate? Okay. I, I looked at all of them. I was just messing around with it, and you so obviously I went had to, a lot of time. I went to. It, there's not that many of them. That's the thing. You just there's, listed like 150. Yeah, but there's not. No, that that was the categories. There are I don't know 15 or so podcasts under each of those categories. My Vigo. Um, but if you go to the uh, television and movies tab of Vigo's podcast page. Um, six down from the top, uh, you've got, uh, okay. Stuff like the American experience via PBS mm-hmm. film spotting, guiding light, KCRW's film reviews, two lost podcasts, uh, uh, a, a television podcast, but number six on this list of 13 podcasts under the television and movies tab is half hour 
how did, wasted. How did That's we cool. get in there? How did that get there? Well, I, I, I just assumed the Russell or one of you guys or I don't think they had anything Ken to do or it. what. And I'm sitting there going, well, and then I started looking for the Legion of Dudes. Didn't find it, by the way. Wah, 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 wah. Um, but how in the heck did half our waste make it there? Well, you could <laughs> say luck. You could say, you know, if any of our listeners happen to let them know about it, we appreciate it. So, you know, it's kind of interesting because I mean, maybe maybe a Vigo programmer is a half hour wasted listener. So that would be know, awesome. man. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what the story behind that is, and I'm I, I sent out a, a group email to the HHWLOD yeah. guys saying, uh, well, "What's up with this? Which one of you people, you know, you know, populated, you know, somehow got this populated in there?" And, and uh, all you got back were quotes from Ghostbusters 2 the whole right. time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Nobody took me seriously. But no, there it is, man, in, in black and white. And, yeah. and Have so, you tried listening? Uh, no, but I but I actually subscribe to it, so it shows up on the on the the, the home the Vigo homepage. Can you pull of the up podcast. A, pull up one of our shows and see if it'll play? Uh, you you know what? Uh, I'll bet I can try it. Let's see. Okay. Uh, really quick. Oh, dude. Okay. So uh, Thursday, July twenty third is. Oh, oh, it's it's Legion of Dudes and Half Hour yeah, Wasted. because we're on the same feed. Yeah. Well, but it says Half Hour Wasted. I wonder why. It doesn't say Half Hour Wasted LOD. It doesn't say Legion of Dudes or whatever. It says Half I wonder hour. if it's too long half for it to show wasted. on, the, on the, the, like the name's too long to show on. I don't know, but take a look. Uh, Thursday, July 23rd, LOD uh, episode 48. Yeah. Monday, July 20th, uh, Half Hour Wasted episode 131. And then older is... LOD hmm. 47, half hour wasted 130, Play LOD one of our 46. Shows. See, if it, see if it starts playing. Shoot, yes. You know what? Well, uh, I'm going to write to Vigo off. and ask him uh, about that. I'll do that tonight. Uh, okay, it's giving me a little warning screen saying it, this uses a lot of data. So uh, so this week, Brad announces a sale. It even has your little uh, has your little blurb oh, about let, the episode. Let, can I see the blurb? Because I'm yeah. always curious about it because on like on iTunes, our blurb always has those extra characters yeah, in the, it. Yeah, okay. the, the, what, the return it does the that or something. The apostrophe. Yeah. For some reason, comes up as like yeah, it does the same thing here too. Ampersand, something, something. Really? Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I call this up, that? and there's just know. there's a play button. Stop putting apostrophes in. Hmm. That's it. I'm streaming this off the phone right now. This was last week's episode. Oh, awesome, dude! That's so cool. We yeah, seriously, we'll you should inquire listeners. about that. I'll look into it. You know I'll what? That's we've, awesome. We've made it, boys. You know what? I mean, I don't think <laughs> that's you just can, awesome. Could we though, say right? we're exclusive to what is that? Vigo, Vigo. Blackberry Storm? No, to Verizon. Uh, Verizon. We're exclusive to Verizon. I don't know. I, I said kind so. Of a big deal. So I don't know. Um, you know, we were on TiVo for a little while. <laughs> what? Yeah, you could subscribe to a podcast through your TiVo. Okay. And what? Listen to them on your television. Through what, yeah. Through what service was that? It's gone now, but it was Yahoo had uh, had a service where you could subscribe to things. You could subscribe to Half Hour Wasted, and our little logo would come up, and you could yeah. play it right there on your TV. But did you have cable or satellite? Cable. Or? Oh, okay. So I think the thing that blows me away most about better. this is that on that television, the television and movies tab, whatever I said that was, there are thirteen podcasts listed. We're one of them. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So I see what you're saying. I just, I, you know, I, I just, I looked at that thing and I went, I start getting like goosebumps and stuff. Everyone should use Vigo. And did you find? First. Did you find? Yeah, so yeah if, you're, if you're a Verizon uh, customer, go Vigo. check out Vigo. And uh, yeah, it looks like you can download it for your, your BlackBerry. Nice, Bill. Your, did, dis- your your description was apt. I don't think I need to add anything to it. It's okay. just a a, a, a feed generator to get stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Which it's, means you... Yeah, and, and it's a fairly large app, by the way, size-wise. Mm-hmm. So it, it chewed up uh, quite a lot of my uh, machine. But it doesn't seem to work with um, with uh, blah, 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 iPhones. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, but they have their own own stuff. That's very <sighs> cool, and I certainly would like to know. So yeah, so somebody, somebody, you know, let us know what in the world is going on. Vigo, I'm I'm curious and and uh, elated and all that. Yeah, that's so, a, thank you, Bill, for finding that. <laughs> that's too cool, man. <laughs> Stumbled guys, across it. Had a you good guys time know it. about those like Match.com, GreatExpectations.com. Yeah. Yes, I stumbled across one. My called, wife doesn't really like me using those. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled across one called Geek to Geek, GK number yeah. two GK dot com. I, I think I've, I've I, seen like that. I think I get that on Facebook all the mm-hmm. time. Maybe you're uh, see uh, looking for a geek date, geek romance, geek friendship. And we're not plugging this. I just think it's funny. What's the uh, What's the picture on it? Is it a girl with her back to the camera, dressed in black, holding guns? <laughs> maybe it's no <laughs> no there, there's another maybe service out Oli- there maybe it's, it's an- olivia munn dressed the silk specter <laughs> that would draw hits it it has this girl <laughs> a very shapely girl with her back to the camera holding guns and going are you a geek do you like geek girls you know and it's something off facebook some like, type of oh, dating yeah, service yeah you're a geek girl mm-hmm. it says uh, yeah exactly for a geek date geek romance geek friendship congratulations <laughs> on finding the web's fastest growing matchmaking and dating website right. are you fed up with other sites that emphasize looks <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Click here to start using Geek to Geek, the computer geek dating service. Well, I am ugly. <laughs> Maybe you're into Star Wars or Star Trek. Perhaps role playing games. What about anime, manga, science fiction, comics? How about Harry Potter or Renaissance fairs? Do you or have a scar across you your know face? What? If if you're do you have the, an unshapely growth on your just, neck, this could just, not be I, more stereotypical. Say, yeah. I, I like Harry Potter, by the way. But Harry Potter, you don't you don't deserve like a geek card just because you're a Harry Potter fan. No. Well, okay? I think I think right. it's more along the lines right. of you know how obsessed certain geeks can be oh, about Star yeah. Trek. They are fan obsessed boys. about uh, yeah fan nothing mm. but fanboys. <laughs> yeah. So we're we gonna get to the meat of the show. Yeah. Do we have meat for the show? Oh, Going heck on yeah. right as we're as, as we're recording this is okay. the San Diego Comic Con. Yay! And there's and, much uh, rejoicing. I really wish I was there. No doubt, man. You know, every time it happens, yes. I wish I'm there, but in the off-season, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go to that. God, I think you have to I would plan have to take very a, far in advance to go. I would have to take an extra suitcase. It all sounds like such a madhouse, and like Which you need a, like... A wonderful madhouse. You then. literally yeah. need all four days to see everything that's there, yeah, and, and that's not my kind of place. You know what? I would love to do that at least once, and man, it, it does make me wish I lived within driving distance as Sandy because uh, that would be tremendous. I just, I think that would be long box heaven. Would that be like quarter bin nirvana? Yep. Okay, my understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not a lot of that there because really? those tables are very expensive, and it's okay. not a lot of dealers. It's a lot of promotion. Okay. Oh, so well, you case. get artists promoting. I mean, that's my understanding. So there's a I lot to, to see, but there's not a lot of shopping. So I need to drive to like the Steel City Comic Con or uh, something like that. Then, I, huh? That was my impression, yeah, because those yeah. tables are very expensive, and it maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I wonder if Johnny M could let me stay in his basement or something. What, when you go to Steel yeah, City? Yeah, or okay. go up to New York City Comic Con or go to Long Island. Go to Long Island, Island. Coney Island. We have Comic-Con. an open invitation. Yes? To... um. To Johnny, to stay at Johnny M's place. If really, we ever go. Now, up he there. does live on the island, doesn't he? Uh, Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I've been to Long Island before. It's actually really nice. Yeah. I mean, I've never been like way out in Long Island. Yeah. 
never been out to like the eastern part of it where all the rich people are like apparently oh you need to go it's fantastic (laughs) there's so much to do on long island (laughs) they have fish to die for well what gets me is that like part of long island is queens 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 yes and then it becomes long island and it's just like an invisible line you don't actually see anything you're just driving and all of a sudden hey i'm on long island what happened Mm. so good times um but yeah i mean uh yeah tribe called quest came from queens i think <laughs> thank you kevin that was no, that johnny m oh johnny i m. use that okay. as my ringer <laughs> nice <laughs> every once in a while johnny will call me and it'll be like this what up? <laughs> 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 it's just over and over and over that's funny. one thing i i've had my storm for uh, almost exactly two months now and i still to this day have not uh customized one ringtone for it i'm really i've really fallen fallen down on that well, let's. Uh, I had house guests for like two months, so yeah. Yeah, let's talk about some of. This. Let's talk about this. Do you want to? Do you want to go first? I could talk about the Marvel Man thing. Well, I was. I found a cool chronological deal that I was gonna follow, but you you, well, yeah, you they, talk you know, about eventually. Marvel Man. Okay. And then uh, whenever I see something I want to talk about, I'll yeah, let's do it that way. And Bill, jump in when you cool. When you um, so there was this big announcement at at Comic Con about the character Marvel Man. And I'll just read the blurb I have here. The biggest news of Comic-Con International in San Diego was revealed moments ago, and Jaws are still on the floor. World-renowned superhero Marvel Man (laughs) is now part of the Marvel Comics family. Now, I'll stop right there because, you know, I I know of Marvel Man, but and and I know a little bit of his history, and I had to read up a little bit on this, but that's, you know... I was that a big deal? Were you, right were, were you guys? Imp- I mean, was that like? <gasps> I've never read Marvel Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know the first thing about it. I know at one point. Okay, did he start off as Marvel Man, and then because of legal reasons with Marvel Comics, they changed his name to Miracle Man? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? I guess what it was. I well, think he, so. And he, and he started in 1964 as a uh, as a British uh, as a direct answer to Captain Marvel. Okay, so they literally called him Marvel Man. He actually had like. Marvel Man Jr. and Young Marvel Man, yes, I think, was really? part of the Marvel Man family. And, so. and, and I want to direct everyone to Jim Dietz from the Legion of Dudes. He wrote a blog that kind of yeah. follows why it's important and stuff. It's called Why You Should Care About Marvel Man. It's on their well, website. It was, originally, sure to read it. it was originally an email response to a thread. And, yeah. and uh, I think at least a few of us uh, wrote him back and said, that thing is so comprehensive, you need yeah. to make that a blog yeah. entry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here, here's a little couple-sentence synopsis. Marvel was per- purchased the rights to Marvel Man Comics. The name might be familiar because greats like Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman wrote the character while with Eclipse Publications. Marvel promises more information soon, but this is just the first step. Uh, to gain the copyright straightened out. Did they did they write the Marvel Man stuff or the Miracle Man stuff? Mm, right here. And somehow Todd McFarlane was involved in yeah. owning the rights and stuff like that. So well, only, you know what? I'm going to direct everyone to our website yeah. for, to Jim Dietz's blog, who does a very good comprehensive okay. thing on it. So check it out. Hmm. Brad, you got something? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, just a couple of quick blurbs. Um uh, let's see, three Dark Horse Star Wars titles uh, are going to be uh, coming to iTunes, for digital comics, uh, Empire, Betrayal, uh, Legacy, Broken. Those are the Empire and the story is yeah. Betrayal. Legacy, the, comic, uh, the Broken storyline, Clone Wars, Shipyards of Doom. I just thought it was interesting that 
that they were putting Star Wars comics on iTunes. So it's actually going to be comics. Not does it say if it's going to be motion comics? It does not or? say motion. It just says digital comics. Okay, then, then let me jump into this one about Longbox because I'm really yes, interested about I'm, this. I'm very excited about Longbox. So, and Bill, I don't know if you heard the episode of uh, Comic Geek Speak where they talk about this, but they interviewed one of the guys who's okay. putting together this digital platform for comic books. Okay, and it's in beta stage, and they're really and they made a big announcement at at Comic Con as to who was on, and people were oh, crossing cool. their fingers that it was that maybe Marvel or DC might be on. Well, they're not. Okay, well, but not yet. Not yet. We don't know that they're not. Yeah, right. Yeah. Give well, it. Give it. A the short and sweet is that Longbox is like an iTunes for comic yeah. books. Sounds digital. very good. Yeah, they and they're trying to work through the whole reading comic books on on a computer, trying to make it more enjoyable. And I think stuff. they they were in their seventh iteration of right. their of their reader, their digital reader. Yes. So is this is this literally just digitally reprinting the comic book itself, or is this more like the uh, those motion comics no, that Spider-Woman comic books online, on? okay. and they're apparently making the right. easy, it easier to use. They're cool. not motion, but they can be interactive with hmm. zooming in and out to panels, oh, cool. okay. um, thought uh, uh, word balloons popping up and reading them, um, like editor's notes. You know, okay. it, it depends on how involved the creator's and the publishers of these comics want to be in actually creating the digital file, the LBX file that you'll download. Okay. Um, and the great thing about it is uh, the cost that they're recommending for a lot of these titles, 99 cents. And I love this idea because you, you we will be able to go out and try things that maybe we didn't want to try before. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to spend the three ninety nine on. Yeah. And, um, and if we really loved it, then we can go out and get it. Or we can go out and get the trade. I would. Excellent. And, I think Top Cow is one of the people. Let me read, right? let me read, read who's list. on here. Image Comics, Top Cow, Boom wait a Studios. Minute, wait a minute. Stop. Image Comics. Yes. That's a big title. That means instead of waiting six months, every six months is, yeah. when, I, is when I get to read a new Walking Dead story because mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the trade. Yeah. Ah. If I wanted to, I could pr- more than – if they says Image Comics, I'm assuming a lot why of not? their stuff – why wouldn't they put Walking Dead in there, you know? Yeah, that means I that, could read it every month? That'd be one of their bell cows, wouldn't it? And it's going to be a thing where, uh, you know, if you subscribe to it, it just downloads automatically. So Wednesday at midnight, huh? I imagine you wake up in the morning, hey, Walking Dead, boom, you read through it. Wow. You don't have to worry about that. So Eventually, they'll... I just, they'll uh, again, I, the, the idea of doing that on my computer is, I think it's a great idea, but one of these days, you know, like... like Fifteen years ago, we said, "Man, one of these days, everybody's going to have their own cell phone." You know, yeah. it didn't take long, but uh, one of these days, you know, I think is what's going to save the newspaper industry um, and what may help comic books out too is they're going to come out with their their Kindle that is you know that you can download newspapers and comic books too, and you well, can read it there. That's the day that I think this kind of stuff will take off. Kindle does that. Kindle does that already with newspapers. Yeah. You can subscribe to Wall Street Journal. You can subscribe to New York yeah. Times or whatever. I think the thing is that cost of the mm-hmm. of the unit itself. Yes. And I think once, and I'm not the first person to say this, but once they they break into a, uh, have a color screen that's affordable. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. when it's going to boom. And this software supposedly is going to be... Uh, we'll be able to work on something like a well, I mean, they just, you know, someday when, like, OLED technology, you know, they can put that, you know, because 10 years ago we were hearing about, uh, you know, the possibility of putting LCD, LED, you know, content onto basically, you know, a sheet of paper in, you know, a laminated sheet of paper that you could fold up and put in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they make, you know, over in, over in Japan and stuff, you, you have T-shirts that have LED or LCD, you know, technology built into them. 
you know, so you, you have this, this technology that, that we just need, you know, to get that critical point where it becomes, you know, available, suitable price wise for mass market. But you're going to get to a point where you can, you, you can, you know, pull that thing out of your back pocket or whatever and, and fold it out. And you've got something that's, that's more like a broadsheet, you know, or a tabloid at least, um, that gives you a better representation of what it actually be like that, mm. that my friends, I paid 300 bucks for my iPod. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd pay 300 bucks for a normal quote unquote normal yeah. size hardcover size eight and a half by 11 yeah yeah, yeah. Reader, i would too book reader yeah that i could download I guess comics aren't eight and a half by 11 but uh the day yeah the day they make that page you know what I mean? at least the size apps that's i'm, I'm right sorry I'm this is the size to, we're looking yeah, for yeah, right i would here. i would yeah, pay 300 of, bucks i'd pay 400 bucks for a reader like that that i could take with me wherever yeah. i went with all yeah, my i think what would be awesome i think i think that price point is is about Two ninety nine, three hundred bucks. I think for me, it's not so much buying the new issues because, because like you, and we've had this discussion before, especially you, uh, me, Brad, um, Frank, you two, but not quite as much. It just not only do I like to kind of collect things and hoard things, but I like to feel that you know that piece of paper in my hands and, and flip the pages. But man, where that would be awesome is if they uh, if you can uh, attach yourself to a uh, back catalog. Yeah, I mean, if that's you could what go back and read, about. you know, Fantastic 4 issues 51 through 90 or whatever. In fact, there was Dude. a very very interesting discussion on Comic Geek Speak where yeah. they talked about that, where they talked about like like let's say by Fantastic 4 Essentials okay. 1 through 4 and you're reading it and somewhere in there it you know it makes reference to something that happened in issue 45 oh. you click on that hypertext link hypertext it takes you to that comic dude that's a great idea they were also talking about one of the possible ways of doing that is like you know if you wanted to to buy a copy of of uh, x-men number right two, issue, issue 108 yeah whatever first john Byrne terry austin um, issue that depending on the age yeah. of, you know, like how, just how long ago it was published. Right. You may not be able to buy like one issue okay. for 99 cents, but maybe you could buy like 10 of them for $5 or something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think, uh, assuming you can back something like that up, you know, to your that computer was something they or said. whatever. You can back it up. Yeah. It'll be yours as long as you have it. As Damn, long as that's awesome. That's a, okay. See, that's, that that is technology being our friend, but, unlike Skynet. And and it and it, it it depends where you fall in the in the collecting bug. And it's like a lot of times I just want to. I got. I mean, look right here. I have two library books, two trades that I picked up a library. I just want to read them. I just want to know the story. Yeah. I don't want to own these. I just want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's wh- that's where. Okay. That's now, where my that's where my um my thought process is going. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you know I'm trying to trying to sell a bunch of stuff and that reminds me we'll talk about that later but um i'm trying to get rid of stuff and i'm to the point now where i just want the story in my brain i don't need it sitting on my shelf there's some things that i want sitting on my shelf there's some things i have on my shelf too that i want to keep i keep them because i want them i like them right what what else do you have brad let's see um hey um uh y'all be uh, happy to know that uh you can now get your uh Ghostbusters action figures. That was announced at nice. San Diego Comic Con. So I'm pretty happy about that. You can get uh, Egon Slimer in a uh, in, in a pack. Who's, and, who's uh, manufacturing it? Do you know? Um, oh shoot, it's uh, Foosh, I think. Was that is that a real name? And, and is it going to be a toy or is it like a statue? Because um, I would love to have that. Let's see where is okay. It's uh, okay. Yeah, I got it right here. It's yeah, Foosh, F W O O S H, Foosh. 
And they're action figures. Ghostbusters, Egon Spengler. Yes. I would love an Egon. Mm-hmm. And um, you can get a 12-inch tall uh, Ray Stance, uh, which is great. Available September 2009, only at uh, com apparently. But yes, the Foosh is apparently the maker. And it is www.thefoosh.com, F-W-O-O-S-H. Yeah, I want to go there, so... Yes, um, but uh, Egon, uh, for your uh, action, uh, um, your action pleasure. What was again? The Foosh? Can you? Uh, well, the uh, it was uh, the Foosh dot com uh, is where I found it. Uh, it was a link off of a uh, page I was kind of trying to surf for a little uh, SDCC uh, news. And um, there's also uh, you'll be happy to know that. Um, oh wait a minute, am I saving this for uh, the end of the show? Yeah, okay, I, I can't. Uh, um, yeah, sorry. The other news item I was going to mention is actually in my uh, my top five uh, news items from uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, let's leave that because because uh, people love lists, and yeah. I, I decided it's, been, it's been way way we way too long since I've had a list. I've been worrying about audio tweets, you know, and and uh, trying to pick out appropriate readings from the Book of Dune and things like that. So you know, I've had a lot on my plate. You know, and, a, and we had like 18 people living in my house the last six months. There so. was a Mondo Marvel panel on Thursday out there, and they just talked about some things coming up. Yeah. Um, there's a new Black Widow miniseries coming up. Um, there's an upcoming Doctor Voodoo. Hey, speaking of the Black Widow miniseries, mini um, did we find out before the San Diego Comic Con? Um, I was watching some of the G4 coverage this morning, uh-huh. and. Um, uh, they were saying that uh, I'm sure people know this. I, I just didn't know this, but Scarlett Johansson is the Black Widow right, yeah. in right. Iron Man Two. Let me read this. Uh, That's Iron pretty Man awesome. Two Whiplash, which is going to be played by Michael uh, Mickey Rourke. Uh, wow. Let's see. Do do Black Widow, Scarlett, and some. Oh, okay. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything that I thought I had. A, I pulled all these blurbs, and it was just yeah. like well, you, yeah, there's not really anything there. You there. Go. So, 2010, build up. we'll see a Captain America Black Panther four-issue miniseries. Yeah. Um, apparently, Deadpool is going to be really huge in the Marvel Universe coming up uh, this year. Well, he's already got like 48 Marvel yeah, titles, doesn't he? He's supposed to be like even like bigger. What I don't get, I've uh, till, still this day, I, I understand that Deadpool is the Merc with the mouth. Mm-hmm. And my assumption is that many people like him or he wouldn't have 48 titles right now. He wouldn't have roughly seven-eighths of all Marvel titles right now or Deadpool titles. Um, but um, is he really that great? He's, he's is funny. Is he that awesome? He's, Some people he, like well, Spider-Man's him. funny. He's uh, He kind of looks off camera sometimes. Well, he'll he, talk to the reader. Okay. He's kind of aware of his surroundings. So he's he breaks a, the fourth wall, huh? He's, he's an SM. He's an SA, sorry. Oh. A smart. A smart. A smart son of a gun? Yeah, smart son of a he's gun. A, he's a smart Anglo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was there was some Batman news. Did, um, you, hear, did you read well, the uh, Batman? Hey, speaking of uh, breaking the fourth wall, uh, did you guys, uh, have you all read, and I hate to go comic talk in a podcast like this, but... Uh, have you guys uh, read the, finally the fifth issue of Legion of Three Worlds? Oh, when's it coming out? It's it came, came out, out Wednesday. It's in my, my box. Oh, okay, it's coming in my next. Okay, shipment. well, I just I, I guess I, I don't want to you know give anything away. Well, did they explain Bart and Connor? Uh, yeah, you know what they did not. I I read the issue and I was I was wondering at the end of the issue. I need to. I only read through it once. So I haven't gone back and tried to you know pick details out or anything. But I'm still not exactly sure what the heck Starman was doing. Because well, they, they spent, now, they spent now they like expl- a year in, in Justice Society with Starman, you know, going cuckoo. And he's been in the miniseries, and I'm still not sure what the heck he was supposed well, they, to be doing. They explained, Con- they explained Connor. <laughs> he had to be buried underneath the um, 
uh, yeah, but, Fort of Solitude for a thousand years yeah, to but, regenerate. But Starman didn't do that. I did. Yes, I he did. Know. Did he? Was that yeah. what he was doing? Yeah. Oh, so he went and actually dug Connor's body up. Yeah. And then he took it to the Fortress of Solitude right. and put it in the machine or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that makes more sense. It's actually it's a beautiful cover. It's uh, got uh, Dawn Star on it. Um, okay. I, I bought. Um, I, I bought the, uh, I, I tried to stay away from the sliver final crisis covers mm-hmm. and that obviously includes Legion of three worlds. And, uh, yeah, I just, I love the covers to that, uh, that, but, uh, man. Okay. So, uh, final crisis has been over with for what? Six months now. We finally got the end of the story. Mm, Pretty yeah. nice. What, what you gonna do? Um, um let, hey, let me read this, this gonna, Batman blurb. I'm going to love me some Legion superheroes. I don't care how long it takes them to come out with it. Um, the actor shocked, uh, this is, um, uh, I can't. I didn't write his name down. Oh boy! Um, the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon. What's his name? Yeah. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. G- Gary Oldman shocked Comic Con attendees in C- San Diego this morning when he revealed that the next film in the Batman franchise will start filming in 2010 okay. and potentially be released in 2011. And the heavy will be the Riddler. That's really? fantastic. Yeah. Now that is not official news, but that is that. That's that, Gary is that is Gary Oldman oh, saying. So take that. Please let him be played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's so, the, uh, any idea who might uh, any names attached to the Riddler? No, yet? no, the, and this was all just you know. This is Gary Oldman. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. But the oh, Riddler, no. I think that's I think that's a that's a good character. There were some mock up posters right after the. Um, yeah, those were cool. Yeah, but he was actually they, they were fan posters of after Dark Knight came out with yeah. people saying you know oh wouldn't it be cool if the Riddler were next because people were excited about it. Yeah. and just some really cool looking posters and some concepts about. The Riddler just being, you know, a psychopath and demented, and not yes. not the right, Kane. not the Frank Gorshin Riddler. Yeah, exactly. Or the Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah. Let me show you something. <laughs> there was a, <laughs> there was a Jeff Johns panel, and I'm, oh, there's yeah. lots of Jeff Johns Flash stuff. So let's talk yes. a little bit about. Okay, you want to talk about uh, this? The well, there's an ongoing title. Jeff, well, uh, Jeff Johns will be part af- of before that, at, and after. I think it's. I think it said after Darkest, uh, Blackest Night, he was going to do a Blackest Night Flash miniseries. Okay. And uh, oh, by the way, he said Flash Rebirth. The whole story takes place before Blackest Night. Okay. Cool. Okay. So good. All of it takes place before Blackest Night, and then he said when that's done, he's going to do a Blackest Night uh, miniseries. I can't remember who uh, Flash miniseries who it was going to be drawn by. I don't remember. Okay. But then after that. He's going to be the writer on the new ongoing Flash okay. comic, and I believe Scott Collins will be drawing it. He interesting, the, and I wonder if it's going to be a new series. If it's the numbering is going to take place from the old Flash, what's the deal? I, I don't think we were given those kinds yeah. of yeah. Of I, I don't think it was. I mean, either. are they are they just going to end the Wally West Flash run to do this? I, mean, I don't think I they mean, have to. Well, no. I mean, it could be a fast family. I we mean, don't, I mean, there were some uh, some hints and some things he said that okay. you know it was like the Flash title was going to involve. I think if I read it correctly, it was going to involve all the Flashes. Okay, cool. Like, Good. Like big time, all Good. the Flashes. Um, Is that that's great? That that's a way you could do that and get away with it without having to have uh, four Flash titles. Barry's not going anywhere. Um, Wally West is not going anywhere. Good. You know what? It, so you just said that Rebirth takes place before Blackest Night. Flash Rebirth takes place before Blackest Night. So we know that Flash is not going to be the Black Flash. Because based on what we've seen on the first issue of Blackest Night, he, him and Hal were hanging out talking. I read something yeah. 
yesterday or the day before where somebody asked Jeff Johns about that question, and he said the Black Flash issue will be dealt with in issue four of Rebirth. Nice. So apparently we'll, we'll get to see that. That's coming up next, then. Yeah, we'll get to see that. And apparently, uh, concerning Blackest Night, Aquaman's going to kick some major butt in issue two. I can't. I'm Arthur Curry. really excited about that. And Firestorm in issue three. I Maybe it's Peter David's fault, but... Okay. He was. I really liked Aquaman in that Peter David run. Okay, it was, was that the the bearded, hook handed yeah, Aquaman? Yeah. Okay. I think it was like issue three or four when when uh, Aquaman lost his hand to piranhas. Okay. Oh, issue z- it was right after it was before <laughs> issue zero. Yeah, whichever one came out before zero. Right. It was either maybe it was two. It was three. It was one, two, three, zero, four. Okay. But um. Anyway, the point is, I'm excited to see the real Aquaman back. Doing stuff and help me. When did well, Aquaman die? I and, don't even uh, know when he died. Well, and and this is going to be awkward timing too because uh, in uh, the uh, Titans issue, I don't know, sixteen, I think uh, um, it was kind of a, a it's kind of an the, the whole comic was like one long aside. But uh, Tempest, um, uh, Tempest takes the uh, takes the throne of right. Atlantis, right? Uh, following in uh, his uh, his his. Adopted dad, whatever Arthur Curry's footsteps, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so yeah, apparently uh, he's going to go ahead and uh, he's going to go ahead and shepherd Atlantis and uh, until Arthur Curry comes back, and then they'll have to they'll have some stuff to sort out. Apparently, and when did when did Arthur Curry die? He died in the Superman Our Worlds at War. Yeah, and what I read that I don't remember that. that. There was, was so they threw so much stuff at that the was wall. That, that yeah. really thick tray. Yeah, that it was, I, it was the, the size. I know you guys didn't care for it. I thought it was okay. The reason but I bought great. it was because I heard Aquaman died in it. I wanted to see how he died. Yeah, it was the, it, during the fight. You well, know, yeah, he it was, was dang near off panel, wasn't it? Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I mean it just they didn't spend a lot of time on it. And then Arthur Curry came back as the Dweller of the Deep in that new Aquaman series when it wasn't yeah. Arthur Curry as Aquaman, but it was somebody else. Okay, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I know, and but. Now he the Aquaman's okay. coming back. I think Aquaman can be a cool character, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Jeff Johns yeah. is going to do. You know, with the, the, for me, this throws another wrench in it because we all know the fiasco that was Final Crisis. But there was that. Remember that was that one panel in that last book where yeah. suddenly Arthur Curry's back. Well, I think riding a seahorse. Yeah. I think that was a which is cool. Just a Morrison thing. I mean, I think my, there was some talk inter- about was that. Was that the Aquaman from our Earth? Well, I'd like or was to think Aquaman from another. I'd like Earth? to think they yeah, spent th- enough time on that that they would have vetted out that kind of stuff. I mean, you don't just throw a red herring out. Well, you know, uh, uh, just because the artist wanted to draw Arthur Curry. Or my something. understanding is Dan DiDio, you know, begged Morrison to make two changes to to that last Final Crisis, yeah, and that was one page. of them. Okay, to take Aquaman out? No, to put Aquaman in. Really? Huh. Yes. Oh well, I don't, I don't know what. Yeah, that I'm, means. I'm a little confused with that, but maybe it'll all make sense here. Makes with Blackest you wonder Night. why. Okay. Oh, I did read this about the Black Rings aren't about who's dead; they're about who was alive. Oh. Sue and Ralph Dibney are just the beginning of the emotional conflict in Blackest Night. The rings seek out who matters to our heroes. Thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. And that it's not about they don't want this to be a this isn't a zombie thing. It's a they don't want it to to be like Marvel zombies. It's it's not about that. It's about the dead. It's not about zombies. Okay. If that makes a difference. Because it, it took me a. Uh, uh, I've sat there uh, reading uh, the, the first issue of uh, Blackest Night, thoroughly enjoying it, by the way. But uh, 
um, it occurred to me that this this is what might happen if uh, Marvel Zombies had got taken seriously, or if Kirkman had kept writing it mm. or something. But it's just like this, you know, you know, it, it seems like not necessarily a coincidence that um, you know that DC has decided to do something zombie-ish, you know, because obviously both companies ape each other anytime the other company has success. Uh, but I don't think that's the case necessarily with this one. I just thought it was interesting. Well, John's had one other comment. It was John's, uh, John's mentions mm-hmm. death is a weird thing in comics. It's a okay. heavy subject in life, but in comics, it's not finite. It's used to reboot characters more. John's wanted to address this in reality, in comics, and why they're different. Why does it act the way it does in comics? So he's really he really wants to explore how death works in comics, and maybe we'll finally get a reason for why when a character dies, it doesn't mean that they're dead forever. Hmm. That would be nice to yeah, have. You I, know. I, I guess, because I think we all kind of roll our eyes when we do see a death on panel, and it's just like, no, oh, okay, well, how long till he comes back? Hmm. Here's some news I just saw that I didn't hear of, hear of until I was just looking at this webpage. Um, you guys know Dark Horse has started up the Aliens comic again. They started up the Predator comic. Right. Oh, cool. I knew they were starting an Aliens versus Predator comic mm-hmm. also. Uh, apparently, it's going to be a six-issue miniseries called Three World War, <laughs> uh, having to do with aliens, predators, and humans. Oh. Cloning of Marines. And um, there's some promo art here for it. What about uh, World War Five? World War Five is so awesome that it bypasses World War Three and Four. It's wow. Three World War is the name. Oh, of this, okay, not no, World right. War Three. Um, but there's some promo art here of predators look like they're attacking uh, some kind of facility or whatever. But one of the guy in the front, the predator in the front, is holding a leash, and on the leash are alien predator hybrids. They look like attack dogs. Really? Yeah, it looks really cool. Some cool art. <laughs> but I like that stuff, so I'm pretty excited about that. The um, Remember the whole... Oh, no, wait. I got that mixed up, Brad. I'm sorry. I was thinking about the human-alien hybrid that was in Aliens 4. A- alien Resurrection, yeah. Okay, never mind. So maybe an alien-predator hybrid would be cooler. Well, okay. The, the alien... Uh, you saw the alien-predator hybrid... Um, oh, that's right. In the last movie, in the yeah. a- Alien vs. Predator Requ- Requiem. Yeah, aliens, that's right. Pardon me, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Um, let's see. Um, let's see what else. There was a huge X-Men panel that um, I don't care about. There was uh, apparently Magneto's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Planet Hulk animated i'm very excited about that, that trailer looked pretty cool yeah during friday's marvel animation panel comic-con attendees got their first glimpse of the studio's next animated feature planet hulk based on greg pack's comic book style i have to yeah, say I, I saw that i have to say that most of the of the uh, marvel animated stuff hasn't wowed me it's it's okay but it's not great but this one looks good i the last one they did which i think it was Hulk vs. Was yeah, that what Hulk it was called? Versus, yeah. Hulk versus Hulk yeah, versus Thor. Hulk versus Wolverine. I got those and I really liked them. Those I have them. I understand. I haven't had a chance to watch them. I just I, they, it just seems like such a vapid idea that yeah. I've, I'm not bothered with it yet. But it looks cool. I mean, I watched the uh, uh, I rented the uh, the Iron Man uh, uh, yeah. animated feature and it was okay. It's okay. And I, I I rented the uh, the Doctor Strange animated feature and it was so different from the comic book. Not that it has to be exactly the same, but I just thought, why, you know, and Dr. Strange is one of my favorite characters. He, he's, 
he's one of my top two or three favorite comic book characters of all time. So, you know, there, that's, that's where I'm coming from. And I just, I watched this thing and I said, that's what you decide to do with him. Cause all of a sudden, you know, his, his enemies are sidekicks and you know, it's just, you know, they, they, they switch so much up. It's like, why don't you just create a whole new idea? Then that's one know? thing that DC does to do well with their animation is yeah. they put a lot of work into it and it shows and they're usually very good. Yeah. See, I haven't seen, you know, I, I watched the, uh, the ultimate Avengers, the first one and Ooh, was that's just not good. At no, all. I just thought, I thought you've got to be kidding me. And I tried to watch the second one. I got about 30 minutes into it and, yeah. and just, I dropped it and never picked it back up. Um, not good, so, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It's like most of those, you know, and next Avengers, really, really, yeah. yeah. I, I was at um, uh, I was at uh, Best Buy with uh, uh, buddy Todd, and uh, he was looking for a uh, uh, for a Blu-ray extravaganza to uh, uh, have his uh, kid watch with him, and, um, um, and he was basically saying, well, everything in the Blu-ray section. Um, he's either not old enough to watch or you've already got it. <laughs> and so I was like, well, okay. I had two or three suggestions like next Avengers. And he kind of looked at it and went, nah, he's not a comic book guy, yeah. but uh, he, he gets like, you know, he gets like the, you know, I think, I think his kid's a bigger comic book fan than he is. And that's sad. Uh, his kid more grew up well. Really news. Yes. Uh, I think I'm ready to, to physically assault Jeff Loeb. If I ever meet him in person. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Hulk related. Okay. Um, you guys know he's been riding the, the oh, Red Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Well, has, he also, has that been exposed to the okay, Red Hulk? Is? in Hulk six hundred that just came out. Okay, okay. that was. Um, there have been a lot of six hundred issues, aren't they? I guess they yeah. started all those the exact same time back well, in the sixties. Think huh? about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I know were, that you know, Hulk and FF and you know yeah. Spidey and all those started yeah. almost exactly the same time, so yeah. it makes sense. Thor. My understanding was that we would find out who the Red Hulk was in issue six hundred of okay. Hulk. Okay. And Jeff Loeb was writing. Yeah. So he's on the hook for it. Actually. I don't know if he wrote that. Yeah, there were, that it, was it like the other 600 issues where there are a number of stories contained within it, or is it one long? No, there story? there's a couple of different okay. stories. I don't know if Jeff Loeb wrote that issue or not, but here I'll look it up. What you he's go. the master behind behind the Red Hulk, anyway. So okay, um, I, just, I can't get past Ed McGinnis's artwork. My just, understanding was that we would find out who the Red Hulk was. Well, I haven't read it verbatim, but I flipped through it three times. Yeah. I, first off, I don't think we've been told who the Red Hulk was. Okay. okay. We're given a clue. I have an idea of who I think it might be. Go ahead and say okay. it. Spoiler alert. I think it might be Absorbing Man because okay. of something that huh. that the Red Hulk does to the Green Hulk Oh. at the end of 600, which is, he uh, uh, to me, it looks like he absorbs all of the gamma radiation from... Uh, Bruce Banner from the Hulk. Okay. And he then changes into Bruce Banner and the Red Hulk says something to the effect of Bruce Banner can never change into the Hulk again because of what I've just done. Whoa. So, you know, the absorbing man. That's uh, that's pretty substantial there. So, but uh, I mean, it's a comic book, not, so it'll never last. We haven't been told. Dang. We haven't been given the answer. Now, out of all this, um, moving down the line, there is going to appear a red She-Hulk. Oh yes. no! Yes. Yeah, I saw this on uh, the G4 coverage today. Yeah, uh, that they're they're going to have. Uh, uh, did did we say? Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler alert or anything, but they're talking about how uh, standby for World War Hulks. Yeah, that's coming, coming out. That's coming this fall, I think. World she War says Hulk. It's that be a battle royale mm. between all the different Hulks. The red She-Hulk. Uh, you know, Joe, Joey Q said you're going to love her. By the, the Red way. Hulk, it should have been like 
a year long storyline, yeah. which is what it was basically, yeah. and then boom, done with, yeah, over with. D- how, how in the world Jeff Loeb gets away with with milking this story for as long as he has is beyond me. Because number one, it's not that good. Uh, wrote uh, okay. Jeff Loeb wrote it. Jeff Loeb wrote number six hundred. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, so my understanding is that now the Hulk title. No, I beg your pardon. The Incredible Hulk six hundred one picks yeah. up. With um, Scar okay. and Bruce Banner, okay. kind of like a team, yeah, okay. doing their thing. Wow. The the Hulk, proper Hulk, uh, continues with the story of the Red Hulk, and um, the Scar son of Hulk. Okay. Uh, book changes its name to Son of Hulk. Okay. And from the art I've seen associated with it, it features another character that was in the Scar book that's not. The Hulk nor Scar, but for some reason they're still calling the book "Son of Son of Hulk" okay. or "Son of." I don't even remember. I think it's called "Son of Hulk" now. But and I got to say, this McGinnis art for actually that I think that's Ian Churchill. This Red Hulk, yeah, looks stupid. I'm sorry. Is it is the picture like he's he looks like he's the size of a two story house? No. Okay, because I just I it, is the Red Hulk like is he like twenty she, feet tall or something? Oh. No. I'm okay, about, because okay. I keep seeing uh, – and just Ed McGinnis's art, and I'm sorry, Ed. You are a much better artist than I will ever be, so this is my it's just subjective not your taste. No, it is very much not my taste. I just – I don't like looking at it. It's just it's just the the veins popping out and just the just the bizarre musculature and stuff. I realize it's the Hulk people. I get that. I, but so, I, I, I don't like it. I, there's some of – Against, sometimes yeah. I like his stuff. Sometimes I don't. And and uh, yeah, I have to agree with you on this. Hulk what has stuff. he done? What has he done that you have liked? He did some I JLA like stuff. The, the art, the Hulk art, he's been doing. Okay, I did not like the Superman, Batman, Hulk art. Okay, from a while back, uh, he did some JLA stuff. I think it was that classified. JLA you know, like classified. He also yeah. did one of the Superman titles for a while. Yeah, he did. A lot well, of uh, our world, okay. our world's at yeah, war. He, he did. I I did like that. The Imperiax that worked for that. Yeah. Let me okay. read this blurb here real quick. Fair enough. Um, okay, last year, Jeff Loeb and Ed McGinnis introduced comic fans to the neck-vein-popping, reality-warping <laughs> yeah. world of the Red Hulk. Since the crimson foil to Dr. Bruce Banner has proven such a sales hit, Ugh. there's your key phrase right there. Yeah. Sales hit, It was yes. only a matter of time before his family grew, as Marvel announced today uh, in San Diego, that an all-new Red She-Hulk would debut on the pages of the creative team's Hulk oh, right. series. With classic She-Hulk Jennifer Walters and gamma-powered pal Doc Samson nice. off the table in the wake of this week's Incredible Hulk number six hundred. Oh no! Loeb continues to uh, hopes to continually continually up the mystery quotient that has been gone along with the series from its inception. So basically, they're saying we were going to reveal it to you, but now we're not because we're making money off of it. Yeah. Uh, the story that follows immediately after number six hundred is what happens with Banner and a bomb. A bomb is uh, Rick Jones. Okay, actually was transformed into some kind of abomination-like oh, monster. Dear. Yeah, that goes by the name A bomb. Okay. Now, is that the same character that uh, remember in that Visionaries where it started off when Peter David took over? He was Rick Jones was a Hulk-like creature. Is that the same? This is A bomb. Is that the same character? No. Okay. No, that was. They were just calling because at that point, Rick Jones was the Hulk. He was Hulkified, and Bruce yeah. Banner was not. Right. Okay. Um, 
and this is the Rick Jones that Bruce Banner saved the life of right. in the very first Hulk story. So let's see. Um, uh, uh, the story follows immediately after number 600, which is what happens with Banner and A-Bomb, which in number 13 is appropriately, appropriately called Hulk No More. Then number 14 uh, through 17 is the Code Red story in which what happens when someone learns who the Red Hulk is, when he or she is in what we refer to as Bruce Banner mode. I don't, I don't know. I didn't. That, I didn't yeah. follow that. What does that mean? That doesn't make sense. Then number fourteen through seventeen is the Code Red story, which is what happens when someone learns quote who is the Red Hulk unquote yeah. when he or she is in what we refer to as Bruce Banner mode. Okay, so when they're not in Hulk mode, so when they're in their human mode, yeah, that's when we find out. Yeah. Okay, and there, yeah, I noticed that they're that they're gender. They're not gender specific. Yeah, they're not. So it might be a, a girl who's the Red Hulk, even though there's a, a she Red She Hulk coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this this ultimately leads to the conflict between the Red Hulk and X Force because it's Domino who finds out who the Red Hulk is. I guess Domino's in the X Force book. Oh, uh, During that time is when we meet Red She Hulk, and at that point, Jennifer Walters is still missing, so she immediately becomes one of the suspects. And on that, I can't comment either way. So, hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry. This is just a story idea that just should have died a long time ago. You know, when I first heard about it, it sounded intriguing to me. But the reviews for the first couple of books were so bad that I didn't even bother getting it. Love Planet Hulk. Very disappointed with with the World War Hulk. Uh, and arguably, not arguably, but Hulk has always been one of those characters that I've always kind of liked a little bit. I'm just uh, he's one of those that I've never really seen the point of it. I mean, I. I understand he's got a you know his place in the Marvel you mean the universe. Po- the Hulk in general. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't have a place in the Marvel universe. He he certainly does. I just don't know why I want to read about his ongoing adventures. He um, can be very one note. I'll yeah, give you and that. that's that's my whole thing. It's like, I, and I realize that they've gone through Gray Hulk, Smart Hulk, the Peter Dumb David Hulk, Hulk, Angry Hulk, phenomenal. You know, and and you know I, I believe that because I think Peter David is a tremendous writer, and I, I for the most part uh, trust your uh, uh, trust your judgments. Yeah, on that I mean, a stuff. good writer can make any character interesting, and and but but a bad writer just really well, makes you remember why you don't want well, the anything thing is, to do with that character. You know, in theory, you know, they have you know, unless you're going to depower Hulk or you know change his his you know his paradigm, you know, then there's really not that many stories to tell. I mean, Hulk get mad, Hulk smash, and then Hulk want puny humans to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just it is the same thing with a television series i watched it when i was a kid and now i wonder why because you saw him turn to the hulk at nine minutes after the hour and 51 minutes after the hour and every episode ended with him walking away down that dirty road you got it there you go yeah he does he's got it i'm sad for the no one understands Bruce banner who has to keep buying new pants tries. why does he keep says, buying purple um, pants though i never it says that. the red she hulk is supposed to play a huge role in the World War Hulk yes. series crossover. Yeah. Well, they showed a, they showed a picture uh, on the uh, the G four coverage. They showed a picture of the Red Hulk, and she's holding what looks like um, uh, dang um, this picture. The, here uh, has the, her holding a sigh. Yes, that's what and I, a yeah. gun in the other hand. Let yeah. See what she looks so like. So why does the Red Hulk need to use weaponry? I don't know. Well, is she not Hulk like? Well, I mean, um, on Planet Hulk, they used weapons. Maybe it has some. Maybe Planet Hulk is coming back to to haunt him. Planet well, Hulk was cool. Listen right here. It says, um, and they had warrior, and that was a warrior planet. So. Yeah, World War Hulks uh, features all the heroes and villains of Bruce Banner's world and builds on plans laid as far back as Greg Greg Pak's World War Hulk miniseries. Okay, wow. So not Planet Hulk, but the World War Hulk mini. Anyway, I like the Hulk. 
I wanted to know who the Red Hulk was. It was a novelty for a while. It's past its prime. Yeah. Let's, and just, that's, let's just move on. That's one of those. Uh, that's one of those comics that yeah. When the Red Hulk first came out, it was like, well, that's interesting. I wonder who that is. And it just my long tradition of not buying every comic I want. I've never bought one of those. And with I'm, Longbox, you may be able to buy every comic I'm, book you want. I'm feeling pretty good about not buying that now. <laughs> I mean, some someday, uh, someday when we find out who it is, I'd like to know. But I didn't need to spend forty eight dollars and follow it for you know mm-hmm. two years to I find out. I wonder if it's out. the absorbing man. I mean, that's what I they want I, me to think. I really, I like your uh, your think uh, your your think process on that. Um, uh, just on, on other news, this is very mild, but it made me happy. Okay. Uh, Mythbusters, one of my favorite TV shows. Oh, those guys are great. Perhaps the most interesting myth to be tested next season for Comic-Con okay. fans anyway comes from an early episode of okay. Star Trek called Arena. In that episode, Kirk battles a lizard creature <laughs> called you, the Gorn. What is, it, is it, could you make the, the projectile? Out the- <laughs> yeah, and defeats it by building a homemade bamboo cannon. The uh, Mythbusters will test this cannon's feasibility. Yes! And that's the, uh, Brad, have you <laughs> yes. ever seen that episode? Uh, what? That's Arena. the one where the Kirk Gorn. makes a cannon out of, he's on this deserted planet and he just, he battles together. The we could we could watch I, that. I think I've seen that episode okay. yeah. you're talking about. Anyway, now. it's it's cool and there's even one of those inspirational posters that are made. Yeah. You know, how could I, Kirk possibly make a cannon? <laughs> because he's the freaking <laughs> captain. The That's freak- why. <laughs> yes. Um, well, any- I mean, hey, he found sulfur, he found uh, you know, uh, he found potassium, yeah. uh, he found uh, some rope, uh, mm-hmm. he found a diamond. Uh it was a projectile. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, he found uh, some flint uh, yeah. to uh, you know to go off with. Th- this follows the MythBusters have recently been doing these I episodes, guys, where they look at MacGyver yes. things, um, okay. uh, how MacGyver did stuff and redo them, and it's so surprising how it could almost be yeah. done. They I mean, been... a lot of times there's just not enough. Usually, there's not enough force. Okay. To do what needed to be done like there was this yeah. one episode where they they exposed like a a test tube full of some type of liquid okay. that if it hit air it would explode well it, sure enough it does that but it in the episode of macgyver it blew up a door right they couldn't do it took yeah. it took like a large leader to make that yeah, well, at least the so. science is good but the science is good the gruber <laughs> there were some life-saving uh, inventions there were some uh, robert kirkman news good um I don't know if you guys have read Invincible. Um, oh yeah, I read it. I, I've read uh, my three my three uh, hardcovers. And I have recently. maybe the first seven or eight trades. I've gotten up to there. Yeah, so um, I'm a fan of that series. It's fantastic. It's fun. I mean, it's great. Yes. Uh, I haven't read. I've read the first three large Ultimate Collection hardcovers. Mm-hmm. I haven't read anything past that. But apparently, um, there's some big things happening in the Invincible universe coming up. Uh, there's a special one shot. Issue coming up called Invincible Returns, number one. Not sure what that's about. Yes. Well, remember, his father's off planet. Well, it has to do with. Oh, wait. Um, no, his father wasn't. He's invincible. I don't know what his to do with, father's um, called. It has to do with Omni Man. Omni Man. It has to do with the original costume or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there uh, apparently there's some major stuff changing for Walking Dead, um, which continues to be a great story. Yeah. And uh, the um, Astounding Wolfman series is going to end. With okay. uh, with issue number um, twenty five, no. kind of lackluster. I read the first trade and it was okay. But I read just, the first three issues, I was like, "Yeah, I don't need this." Yeah, it's just 
didn't knock my socks off. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the Invincible book. I mean, it's really good. It's really good. You know what I missed that Kirkman wrote it for Marvel was Ant-Man. I have the first two digest sizes of those, and it just cracked me up. I wish that series was still around. <laughs> Do you have any something else you had set aside to talk about? Well, uh, I, hit, I went through my list, so I'm good with, unless there's something else you want to hit with Comic-Con. Here's, uh, here, yeah, there's here's, a here's my other. geek cred. I'm looking forward to uh, Stargate Universe. What does is that? Does that make me an awful person? What's Stargate Universe? Did you ever is watch Stargate? A, oh, is that a new series coming yes. up? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Robert Carlyle oh, is uh, you going know what? to be in it. I and, work uh, and, with and a the cast guy, of unknowns. I, wor- I work with the father of one of those unknowns. Really? Back when I was working at the convention center, the Plano Center, one of the guys who oh, worked wow. there, his son was a working actor in Los Angeles. You know, he was able to, mm-hmm. you know, make a pretty decent living. Yeah, with his clothes on, hopefully. With his clothes on. That's a good, uh, never that's had, a good sign. But he landed this recurring role on uh, on that series. Wow. And so he's going to be his, I think his name is Brian Smith. He's uh, he's going to be Boxy. I don't know who that is. No? Battlestar Galactica reference? Old um, 70s Battlestar Galactica reference? Oh. Boxy was the, like, the robot monkey. Oh, okay. No. Well, he's just one of the soldier guys. I've seen Brett's, it. Brett's not really on the, uh, doesn't really have the soundboard working right now. Right? I think <laughs> yes. Please, please, everybody, imagine in your mind's eye the sound of crickets chirping, and uh, you'll get uh, you get kind of what's going on here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Big yawn. <laughs> uh, there's a an Amazing Spider-Man series uh, that's going to premiere on um, Marvel.com, and I think it's supposed to be um, like in continuity. Okay. Expand more. What's it gonna? What's the uh, concept? Is it a? Is it like a, a Wednesday comics type deal, or is it just a comic book? Or huh? Well, um, it just says this November Spider-Man's adventures will expand into a new medium, an online original series that will be featured on Marvel Comics Digital Unlimited. Uh, oh, I guess it's not the Marvel.com. That's the online deal that you, have, yeah. you, you pay for or whatever. But um, uh, it's gonna be. You know, in continuity with the the actual books that are published. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just have so much st- story to tell that they're going to do it. You know. Well, they want to keep. You know, they want to. Arguably, that's their bestseller, and and they want to keep that. They want to keep that fire going and keep the fans. You know, there's even that Spider-Man magazine, which I've looked at a couple times, and it uh, it usually has a couple stories, a couple articles, but okay. then a couple of comic books. In there as well. Is that like that Wolverine magazine I've seen? I haven't twice? seen Wolverine magazine. No, I'm serious. Uh, I, I, there's there's an actual Wolverine magazine. I think it's like a newsstand type of thing. It's not this. Yeah, I'm sure you can find that, it. LCS, that's what the Spider Man magazine is. Yeah, but that's not the the main main point of the magazine. It's probably to catch people who go, "Ooh, Wolverine! Yeah. I liked him in those movies." You know, here's a there's even a kid. Sim, there's even a Simpsons magazine too. Oh my goodness! Here's a surprise for Bill. Really? Yeah, get some audio. Said it was only oh, that's the advertisement. I have to wait thirty <laughs> seconds. You <laughs> um, said that you apparently the clear uh, up. the um, Superman costume actually will appear on the Smallville yeah. TV series oh, now. Wow. But okay. but yeah, you want to finish that out? Or um, you want me to? Uh, it's, yeah, you finish. Well, the the uh, the first sighting of Tom Welling in the Superman outfit. It is apparently a black costume with a black S on the front. Really? Okay. It says he wears it well, but it's not the traditional, you know, red, white, red, yellow, and blue uh, underpants. Okay. okay. So, uh, and, and you wouldn't necessarily, 
you wouldn't necessarily expect him to don the official Superman garb anyway. Well, um, I would, actually. But, yeah, I mean, it was, but it, we were told when that show started that he'd never wear the costume, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, true? I mean, he's always kind of worn the costume with the blue shirt and the red jacket. You know, it's a it's so. you know I I look at that series a lot like you know Lois and Clark. It's it's yeah. it's Superman. It's not in continuity. It's just it's a universe. It's just a side yeah. thing. And it's wh- what was it referred to as? It was nine zero two one zero. It was Superman nine zero two one zero. Well, I mean that's something. exactly what it is. I I've tried to watch Dawson's show. Kryptonite. There you go. <laughs> nice. I've tried to you know I, I watch that show as often as I can, but frankly. Uh, if I'm going to burn up TiVo space, I'd much uh, much rather uh, spend it on. Uh, I, I watch a handful of episodes here and there, and the ones with, yeah. when Luther was on there, they're a yeah. lot of fun. They're you know pretty you know not great, but they yeah, were well, a great way to kill an afternoon. When, when I they thought. don't spend 48 minutes of the hour on their relationship, and they actually mm-hmm. do something action adventure oriented, it's it's pretty worth watching. Yeah. But I just I can't deal with the I can't deal with the the, the soap opera of it. Smallville related uh, news coming out of San Diego was that Jeff Johns is going to write a episode of smallville this year that's going to feature the justice society <laughs> really yeah. wow yeah that's interesting how are i mean i don't ju- know that's all we got man that's all we got so yeah. it makes you wonder if the justice society has has been around at this point i don't know yeah well let's see they do have watch that show so i they hope have he does cyborg well, they have aquaman they have yeah. flash yeah green that's arrow. their justice they have green League. arrow mm. they have martian manhunter yeah is there a Martian Manhunter, yeah. really? Yeah. No. And you said Not Cyborg, Justice right? Justice League. I'm talking Justice yeah. Society. Right. So, so, yeah, the Hawkman, Hour Man, and Dr. Midnight. And Gas Man. Yeah. Gas yeah. Mask Man. Yep. Sand you know, Man. I was so disappointed when... Um, Strawberry when, Shortcake. When they, they didn't air the... Papa um, Smurf. The Aquaman series. Do you guys remember seeing the promo for... The, I thought this was a sheer, sheer winner. Uh, so Aquaman appeared on Smallville. Right. Yeah. And then there was going to be a spinoff, something called Something Lake, and it was going to be his. It was going to be like Baywatch, but for teenagers. So it was yeah. going to be kids in bikinis and bathing suits running around in Aquaman. Dawson's again. Lake. What, Dawson's Lake. Yeah. Did Entourage ruin that for everybody? I don't wanna but, oh, guess who's coming in? Guess who's coming in? Uh, Jeremy Jeremy Givens. Piven. Piven is coming to. Uh, I'll be there. Are you going to be, be there in studio, be, my man? Yeah, he's coming to uh, work tomorrow. Where I may work. actually awesome. be in control yeah. room, um, but yeah, I'll get to pin a mic on him or something like oh, that. That'd be kind of cool. Sweet. Let me play this for Bill. I could go, dude. You're funny. I loved you and Cupid. <laughs> now it's time to dance, <laughs> Bruno. Sprockets. You know, there are only so many movies that Marvel can do at one time or that's, one after another. That's right, Mr. Lee. I will promise you, Doctor Strange will be on the list. They just have to get to it. In fact, every yes. one of the characters, they're not going to let one go. Why should they? Well, obviously, I'd it's like Celsius. to see the origin that I had written years ago and the one that I did with Steve Ditko. But... Um, Marvel is free to do any version they want. And the nice thing about the movies they do, they hire the best director, the best screenwriter. Tim they Story? They have the best producers. So I really that don't worry if they make any changes. Thank you. They're usually for the best. Excelsior! So straight from the man's mouth, there hey. will be a Doctor Strange movie. But, I love uh, it. But, but he's, not, I know. he's not a Marvel spokesperson. I know. I know. I it's just, you know. Well, I think he's just he's just he's giving Grandpa you some, Stanley. Is well, what he he's does. giving you some common sense here. Yeah. It's like that's that's true. I mean, if, you know, why would Marvel let any of these titles not be made in movies? That they think that they can make some coin off it. Yeah. So you know, that's just 
that's just economics there. And if it if it turns out that there is a Doctor Strange movie, I'll be there. I'll be camping out for tickets. They 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 the premiered, but I think I've seen this already. The Tron Legacy. Um, oh my trailer. gosh! Have you seen that yeah, test that, footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, the uh, the the cycle the race, cycles. life cycle race. And Jeff Bridges I, is going to be in it, which yes, is awesome. And, and that, a young oh Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, I saw that. Well, that is that is critical that oh Jeff Bridges is in this. You can't see him, but the goosebumps are forming. Oh, I mean, because that I, footage looked awesome. I can, to I me. can see him from here, baby. There was tons of other stuff, tons of other news, um, and it's obviously still so, going on. So news flash, speak, so. lots of news at the San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> yeah. this year. Hey, this could be a half-hour wasted news break. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, just, up. I wanted to just mention, you know, a few of those things we, we needed to talk about. Yeah, um, and, yeah. It's, and it's interesting, and it's geek-related, and, um, you know, maybe people didn't didn't really get to, or paying attention to it. Yeah. So, you know, and those are what we figured were highlights, but, um, you know, more to come for Monday. It's Sunday afternoon right now. We're recording this. So. Yeah. Um, cool. So oh, uh, is but, this but, a- but before we go further, there's an email that I think is a joke, but it, it, it was very early on, you know, the Legion of Dudes and Half Hour Wasted. We have this, this email thread that we just kind of send around about stuff that's happening. Yes. And there was one that said Marvel's going to announce something big. Do you remember that email? <laughs> And I, I clicked yeah, I the like, link. And what and what um, what do you guys think it is or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think that was just a joke because it was just like um, the, I was reading the story. It goes at Comic Con at uh, Marvel's going to announce something big, and it's surely sure to be comic book related. So hold on to your hats, and we'll let you know what it is. I mean, that's what they do every year. It's just like <laughs> I can see why that would be. I like, thought it was a joke. Not newsy. I think yeah. what they were referring to was the whole miracle Marvel man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, but it was just kind of. The fact that it was supposed to be big news, maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. I, well, read the Jim. Well, it is interesting, though, because e- even the G4 people, uh, much less the, you know, the forums and whatnot, um, you know, there are certain there are certain people that are treating this as the second coming of of Jesus. And pretty much everybody else is going, who? Miracle. Yeah. yeah. Marvel, so, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I think you'll probably get a lot of people give it the time of day um, to see if it's uh, worthwhile. Now, have they got a creative team attached to uh, Miracle Man, Marvel Man yet? I don't think so. Okay. Because they should. And I'm not, and I, I can't, I don't know the history enough to know, you know, like, when Alan Moore wrote part of it, but was it Miracle Man? Was it Marvel Man? I don't, I'm not even, you yeah. know. Like Frank said earlier, go to HHWLOD and look at uh, Jim Dietz's latest blog. Yeah, it, it kind of explains it in detail why it's important, and I think it's one of those things where when it comes around, well, maybe we'll appreciate it more. Um, well, maybe we'll have enough context uh, that we'll understand why it's important, uh, why it's uh, desirable or whatever by that point. Yeah. That'd be nice. Before we go, I have a couple We're going to wrap it up? I have a we've couple got, of voicemails. We've, we've got, got stuff. Well, aren't we close to two hours almost? Let's see. We've got stuff to do here. Before we get we're, out, we're we're at a hour twenty seven. Hour twenty seven. Yeah. Oh, we're good. We're well, so me, good. Let me play a couple of voicemails here. Yeah. Hour twenty seven. I mean, now I do have. Listen. Triple X CG or Vigic on the phone. It's hard to hit, tell. I had to listen to it a few times where he says, "Hey, this is Triple X VG Triple X or mm-hmm. Vigic." <laughs> uh, and okay, remember that guy? I didn't know how to pronounce it. This is him. This is Triple X VG or Vigic. <laughs> on the forums, and I'm on your guys' voicemail because I guess I've never done it before, and I was tired of getting my butt kicked. 
by three ten-year-olds at Halo 3. Thought I'd just say, hey, uh, bring up some points. Bill, Frank Quietly's art is really, really nasty to me, too. Nasty. It's probably why I haven't picked up the latest All-Star Superman trade or the Batman and Robin run. Uh, Brad, you can do VG. Uh, the exes are just there for show. <laughs> uh, Frank, I would really recommend Erika 7 anime to you. Uh, it's what got, was that? It's really character-driven. It's got a lot of giant fighting robots. Ooh. So uh, PM me about anime. that, and I'll hook you up. All right. Uh, I love you guys, the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, last one was great. Waiting for the next one. So uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Well, VG. Hey, Thank you. Hook me up with that. If you need my was, snail mail, uh, drop us an email at halfhourwaste.com and I'll... Um, yeah, what did he... Uh, was it Erica 7, something like that? Was so, I can. It was one of those... Yeah. One, you know, had bad connection or whatever, but yeah, something he, 7 uh, anime. He needs to stop using an analog cell phone and get a <laughs> digital cell phone. That'll, that'll clear up a lot of those problems. He was probably wearing a tinfoil hat or something. He probably... Well, just to keep the aliens uh, out of his brain. Pan here's stuff. A, here's another one. Hello, gentlemen. This is Dan. Uh, just finished your episode actually yesterday afternoon. Yay! I've been busy with everything else. What's up, Dan? But anyway, um, good to hear Brad working so hard to get his daughter uh, out to. I can't remember where. I want to say New York. <laughs> maybe it's I don't know. Whatever it is for the for the parade and all that. Uh, it's just. It's just cool to hear him taking uh, such a large, active role in uh, getting her out there. Uh, once he puts something up for sale, I'm interested in I'll definitely buy something. Uh, one even has for shipping if you can get it posted up there before uh, for August when I come up for uh, the Dallas Comic Con. Oh, cool. Excellent. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, it's good to hear you guys have, have refound your feet. You guys, two episodes in a row now, man. You guys are knocking out of the ballpark. Uh doing shows with a purpose. Uh, phenomenal work, gentlemen. And drugs are fun. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I will talk to you gentlemen later. Bye. Drugs are fun. I have yeah. to question Dan's <laughs> taste in, in general uh, general things in life. He said two two episodes in a row we were knocking out of the park. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that, you know, the one with your brother-in-law, not because he was on it. Yes. I just I almost didn't publish that, that episode. <laughs> I mean, I got real close to, to accidentally deleting the file. Hey, um, uh, Sasha, uh, excuse me, the professor uh, listened to it. And I'm sure it, it had a lot to do with the fact that, uh, you know, brother-in-law was on it. But she listened to it. She said she thought it was, uh, she thought it was really strong. All right. Well, I mean, she, she thought that, that what, we, uh, what we were pretty sure was absolute failure on our part right. was comedy <laughs> to her. So really? hopefully other people out there in TV land, uh, in podcast land, uh, thought the same well, thing. We read earlier that comment about <laughs> that episode. You know, my favorite part of that episode was mm. the pool incident. <laughs> the pe- I mean, cause we're all on board with it. We're all like, Oh no, no, <laughs> you put that bag in your pants right now. Dan, uh, brought up the, the book sale. You asked me earlier. Yeah. How's it going? Fun. Um, it's going well, actually. I've, I've sold 
lots of stuff. Good. Dan, Dan in fact, bought all all ten Why the Last Man trades from. Cool. I was, you know, I was going to offer to buy that for you, Dan. Way to go! I was yeah. going to. I need to find. I need to see if uh, there, there's a couple things in your list. I'm trying to remember what they were, but there's a couple things in your list that I was very interested Iron in. Iron Man, Demon in a Bottle, hardcover. Yeah, Is that one of them. Did you get the rid of reason? it? No, I still have it. Oh, um, dude, where's your list anyway? Did you it. post it on forum? I want yeah, it. Yeah, I post. There's a thread on the forum. I'm adding new things to it off cool. and on. Um, I also have uh, you know like some. Floppy, some runs of floppies that are on there too. Uh, if you guys care about that, awesome. Um, so how's the uh, um, so where's where's the thermometer on the? I trip? haven't. I haven't. Ooh, you've been working Aphis. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that an Aphis thing? That's an Aphis. That's a total Aphis thing. That's that embarrassing. Like, is that like when you're trying to raise money, you've got the thermometer yeah. graphic? Well, right when hey, you Frank, walk in, how's your bonus thermometer doing? <laughs> Just like an elect, uh, breaking electric too. Uh, breaking two electric boogaloo. Yeah. They had. At, they were trying to raise money to save their little dancing place. They had that. I actually watched uh, Electric Boogaloo the other day on really? Netflix on demand. You animal! Sitting That's at my. Awesome. I had nothing to do at work one okay. day, and I was going through Netflix. Oh, I can watch that movie right now without waiting for the DVD. Okay, and I clicked it, and I scrubbed through Electric Boogaloo to nice. all the dancing parts. Mm. Anyway, it's money. nice. But yeah, there's a big bonus thermometer where, nice. and yeah, that's right when you walk in the building, it's right there. They uh, they used to do that in Norman, uh, Norman, the great Norman, Oklahoma. They would have Norman. signs on many major intersections. Uh, it was basically like sandwich boards that no one was wearing, and it was uh, uh, United Way drives, and mm-hmm. they would have that same thermometer. And you know, every week or whatever, someone would come through and paint a little bit more red up in that thermometer, yeah. and they'd try to you know bust through that goal of a million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. And then and, and, you know, luckily for the United Way, they They'd almost always hit that, uh, hit that. You know, they'd fill that thermometer up. Let me real quick. Let me show you a run over what I've sold. Okay, uh, Iron Iron Fist hardcovers, volume three and four. Saga of the Swamp Thing, book one. Good. Uh, Invincible Ultimate Collection, volumes two and three. Um, sold those. Cool. Um, they didn't I, take one. I no. guess maybe they have one. It was Russell actually. He, okay. He has one. He didn't have two. Ah. Or three. Um, I sold the three thirty days of night trades. Uh, Fables Volume One, not a bad f- movie, by the way. The two Flash trades, uh, all the Why the Last Man, okay. Uh, the Goon Volume One. I recently put um, Walking Dead Volumes Eight and Nine. Okay. I think I'm going to take you up on your offer to try to sell the seven autographed Robert Kirkman trades hey, on, uh, on eBay. Tell you what, uh, take a picture of it, send it to me, do a little prescription, I'll put them up. Okay. What do you think about and, uh, and how much you think you want for it, and then okay. What do you think about the uh, the the goon joining forces with the Metalocalypse for an upcoming uh, comic book run? You heard about that? I don't know. I've what you're never talking seen about. the Metalocalypse cartoon. The Metalocalypse cartoon is an acquired taste, but it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Is blossom. it similar to Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Well, it's other than that, it's 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 animated and it's on uh, Adult network. Swim. No, there's nothing similar about it. It's uh, it it doesn't take itself very seriously, but it has a much different tone, shall we say? Okay. Um, it's it's I think Metalocalypse is just wonderful, but uh, I've never I've never heard of the Goon. I've never read the Goon, so I don't know what they could possibly do with each other. But apparently, this is going to be written by Brendan Small, who is. Uh, um, uh, him and Tommy Blanchett are the uh, co-creators, uh, writers of Metalocalypse. So it's being handled by the right people, apparently. So Later in the year, the one of the Legion of Dudes episodes uh-huh. will be on The Goon Volume 1. Okay, oh, cool. Later okay. in the year, um, Jim Dietz. As soon as it gets mailed to him from your place? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just, you know, Johnny M said, hey, you know, he saw my list. He goes, yeah. hey, we're going to do a, a, a Goon episode later in the year. Yeah. Actually, I think he probably said, hey, we're going to do a Goon episode later in the year. 
Yeah, he said, what's up? I'm going to park my car in the yard. I, rec- I recently put uh, and watched all the four vo- uh, 52 trades uh, up there. Okay. Excellent. Um, That's a pretty popular series, so that should go pretty well. And uh, the first three uh, premier hardcovers, you know, six issues each of the um, Max Supreme Power. Yes. Uh, JMS and Gary Frank. Uh, you know what? I've always loved the the whole Supreme. Uh, the uh, I love the Grunewald Squadron Supreme yeah. back in the eighties. I don't know and about I that. I think What's... I would really dig this. I've just never got around to reading it. Do you remember the Squadron Supreme? Mm-mm. Did you Did you ever read the Supreme Power uh, Nine Issue Maxi series? No, I, I don't know anything. About I've got them there. They were. Uh, um, uh, it was Greg Land, and it was weird because they had three different. Uh, it was nine issues. Uh, uh, three different authors wrote. Issues one through three, four through six, and then seven through nine. And so they it was one continuing story, but it had kind of different tones. JMS, I believe, was one of the three writers. Uh-huh. Well back up and tell them what Squadron Supreme is. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of uh it's kind of a, an answer. It's as Marvel Man is to Captain Marvel, uh Squadron Supreme is to the Avengers or to the, the Justice, Justice League, League or something. Yeah. Oh oh they were Justice I know of them. Analogs. Okay. You had okay. Hyperion and Power you know, Doctor Prism and Doctor Spectrum. Uh, Doctor Pe- Spectrum, thank you. They actually uh started out as uh their first appearance, they were bad guys. Um and, and I think Avengers, it was right? the Defenders. Defenders? Defenders, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was the uh, uh, my favorite uh, comic book uh, hero slash villain's name of all time, the Wizard. Yes, he was the fast guy. <laughs> he was the speedster. Um, yeah. But uh, then uh, Gruenwald uh, took them over and did that uh, kind of almost Elseworlds ish twelve uh, issue uh, maxi series, which yeah. was tremendous. And I got Very the trade good. thanks Very to good. thanks to Instock Trades. By the way, I got awesome. that trade and enjoyed it. Um, I had like the first seven issues of that when, you know, as it was coming out in the newsstands, I, I picked it up and, and never got the end of it. So it took me, you know, like uh, 15, 20 years to finally read the end of that story. Darn good story. Um, anyway, they, uh, they went from villains to heroes, um, at one point, And I think it was, it may have been their villains in the 616 universe and whatever, you know, alternate universe, you know, whatever else universe, uh, squadron Supreme takes place in. Um, but they, it was the idea of it was really cool. It was kind of what would it really be like in the real world if these heroes were really here? Okay, know? it was that was that was the attempt anyway. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't you know a, a a world crawling with superheroes, you know, literally or metafigure, you know, whatever. It was good. Hey, Brad, so, some Marvel Max. Yeah. Um, they they had JMS come in and, and say let's let's kind of redo the whole Squad yeah. and Supreme thing. Okay. We'll do it in our Max line, and it was his take on it. Um, it was it was good. Did you say you got rid of those? I, no, I just put them up. Okay. On the, on the well, uh, you know, maybe save those for me, too, because I'm interested. I will buy all the uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Really? Yeah. Bring them next time. Eight, sixteen, twenty-four. Twenty-four bucks. Yep. All I right. bought those. Fine. Because I, I seem to remember reading one of those, and I loved it. Yeah. I still and, you. And this is, this is like the stuff from... the. This is older stuff, right? No, this is like currently there mm-hmm. are three Star Wars gotcha. titles. Okay. Good, then I these haven't read the, that. So these I'll are the those. first three trades of the Knights of the Old Republic, and the Knights of the Old Republic in there. They there was the first two issues of that Star Wars crossover Vector mm-hmm. took place. Yes, in, in this I read that whole. I read the whole Vector thing. It was yeah. very good. So. It was, um, but these are the first eighteen or so issues of that series. All right, Dibs, I got him. Um, uh, one more voicemail that pertains to this, and uh, I got this today. Actually, I got a text message that said, "Check your voicemail if you're going to record today." Okay, because I left you um, something that you need to play. 
And uh, I think I interrupted you. I think you were going to say something earlier. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Um, let me just play this without introduction. Hey, Brad, Frank, and Bill. This is Sean. Um, I uh, listened to episode 131 uh, last week, and I know, uh, Brad, you're trying to raise up some money uh, to uh, make sure that your daughter gets to New York. Um, and I think uh, that is uh, very noble of you, sir, to continue to hustle to uh, to do that as not only a parent but as a, as a man and just taking charge of things. I give you kudos to that, sir. Indeed. Um, I would like to help you in this endeavor as well. And I think I have an idea, and this is what I would like to do. I know you're selling your comics and stuff. Uh, you know, you're trading the comics that you don't want. That's cool. But what I want to do to help you is this. Starting July 27th, which is a Monday, all the way through August 25th, which is a Tuesday. So for almost a month, from July 27th to August 25th, anybody who buys PKD Media Presents Volume 1, Mercury and the Murder, the Collected Edition, and or, or, um, XO One, the Rock Solid Steel Box, issue zero, special edition from IndiePlanet.com. You buy, anybody buys any of those books, I will donate 50% of my profits Dang. to you. I'm not lying. Wow. From July 27th to August 25th. Anybody who buys one of those three books, no matter what happens, they buy a book, I will donate 50% of my profits. Um, from this period of time, from July 27th to August 25th, to you, so your daughter can get to New York. Because I want to see this happen. I know you want to see it happen. We all want to see it happen because it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience that I think, if a child has an opportunity to do it, should do it. So once again, if you go to IndyPlanet.com, and anyone who, who buys Mercury in the Murder, the collected edition, uh, anyone who buys PKD Media Presents Volume One. Or XO One on the Rock Solid Steel Bots issue zero. Um, you buy any of any of those books because those are PKD Media books. I will donate fifty percent of my profits to you, Brad, so your daughter can get to New York. Um, so um, hopefully people will buy. Hopefully people will buy the books, and that way I can get you some money. Um, and I'm going to look today, see what books you got left, and I'll buy a book or two. So um, I hope this helps you. And you know, wish you wish you guys nothing but the best. Hope all is well. Y'all take care. Peace and good time. Okay, don't do that for me, but do it for him just because he's willing to do that. I mean, wow. When that, he sent me that, I knew that guy was a man, but that's just tremendous. I'm a little. I, mean, I don't know what to say. That's that's amazingly I'm generous. A, we knew I, this is, already, I'm, but I'm a little embarrassed, Mister Pryor, as a good fellow. There, I'm a little embarrassed by it. Frank, were you wiping a tear? Shut Frank? up. That's sweet. Yeah. That's um, very sweet. That's a good man. I was I, I I I always knew I liked him. And now I'm even more sure. Like I wasn't sure I, already. I, I don't I don't know what to say. I mean <laughs> it was very generous. Um No doubt. If anybody hasn't read those Please do. We're in them. It's dry <laughs> <laughs> Um Uh they're, they're very traffic. good, actually. I mean, Sean is, has – he's not doing it just to do it. He's doing it because he needs to do it and he wants to do it. Yeah. And he's taking so much care in making these books that they're actually turning out very good. I mean, it's not like 
a hack job just throwing something together. No, and, and, and he's a, he's a real friend of the show too. I mean, it just just the other day we were we were featured on his website. Well, yeah, and it'll be very interesting to see uh, pkdmedia.com. I can't wait to see the evolution of Sean's little media empire over the next five, ten years, whatever it is, um, because. Um, it is so cool right now, and I just can't wait to see how it evolves, uh, um, storytelling wise, artwork wise, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, distribution wise, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit for that kid, and um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm glad to uh, to be in on the uh, the ground floor, um, frankly. And uh, yeah, darn, uh, darn proud to consider that guy a, a pal. So I thanked him in a text message. And I said, I'm speechless, and I don't know what to say. And he said something about, well, if you don't have family, you don't got nothing. So yep. thank you very much, Sean. That's very generous. Remember, no matter where you are, if you got your family with you, you're home. Remember, home is where you can scratch where it itches. <laughs> never... Remember, home is where the... Um... I'm still uncomfortable doing that around my wife. I can't think of anything funny. Dutch oven? Uh, right, I did. I, uh, uh, we should thank Bert the Stormtrooper for the, um, for the great pictures he sent us. <laughs> Of him, Wonder Woman, and um, Hawk Girl. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was for a fundraiser. You saw those pictures. Yeah. And it's um, <laughs> Wonder Woman and Hawk Girl are very pretty. That's what you say. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bert. I like you. Yeah. Yeah, the nice pictures. So, uh, that w- those weren't from the San Diego Comic Con, but they no. were from a Comic Con. But it, it which the, is and, important. Oh, my gosh. Just. I mean, the costumes are look I mean, amazing. Considering that this is the San Diego Comic Con show, it is important to to tie that back in. I think. Ah, okay. It's extremely important to tie that back in. Well, we don't just want to go scatter shooting in a, in a themed show like this. Yeah. Because um, heaven knows, all of our yeah. episodes are strictly they're very focused. linear. Yeah, they're very linear. I would know. say this is probably yeah. one of the most more focused shows we've had because we were going forecast? back and forth. Focused, really. Yeah, think so. Well, we—I mean—we were going back and forth with the nor- news stories. Yes. here for a bit. Um, hey, uh, um, thank you very much, Sean. I can't yeah. say thanks enough. Sean, you're the best. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. I, uh, I, I miss. Oh, not I would also be remiss regularly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna because you, you, you listener, could take this one way or the other, and I'm not going to say names, but I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the fact that. It, I was given two very nice donations. Oh, cool. They didn't want books. They just said, here, please take this. Oh, no. nice. Yeah, I'm not going to say who it is. Uh-huh. They know who they are. I appreciate it very much. You going to go Bernie Madoff with that? I don't, <laughs> I don't get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> just, no? uh, just say no, and you'll no. be there. Yeah, okay, that's won't. the right answer. That's no the right, right answer. answer, by the way. Okay. Um, hey, can I, um, can I hit you guys with, uh, with a list, maybe? Yes. You got the San Diego Comic-Con list. list. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to do it before we got off the Comic Con talk, but we just it just happened so fast, and then we we're off on other things. How long have you been doing audio? You're not, you're not supposed to hit a mic like yeah. that. I just kind of it was a glancing blow. Because you go back and listen to it, it, it'll be just a little pop. That's true. It, it won't be it a didn't hurt my ears. It didn't but I was, hurt, but I mean, visually, you, you it was respect frightening. the microphone. I do respect the microphone. Don't tap the mic. That's why I hold These it are with not both hammers. hands. Yeah. This is not. I could go get my Sure SM58, and we could hammer with it, and that would be a good thing. You could do that if you wanted to. <laughs> hey, did you like that? I did. That was I quick like that on the. What brand are these anyway? So I wonder. I do we need from, to have uh, uh, Guitar Center? They're guitar mics. Um, do we? Uh, do we need any digital back? reference? Okay. Do we need uh, any kind of production value for uh, for this? Or um, 
I well, I was going to ask you. If I you, can't wait for that mic to pop when he plugs it back in. The silly you didn't, bones. You, <laughs> yes, How long have you did. worked in the TV business? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. You can unplug a mic. There's no. Yeah, this is a dynamic mic. There's no current going. I mean, there's no voltage no, going through this but thing. There's but a did you hear the pop, pop on the yeah, way back in? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, that one's fine. But yeah. Actually, that one wasn't so bad. Well, it's because um, I don't think it's. It doesn't. It, okay, it's not. It's not professional, but it doesn't damage the equipment. Would this help? Would this for your nice. list? I like that. All right, I, it, it makes me feel like I'm on the convention floor of the San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> Hit us with your no, list. Here's, looking, here's, looking up at John Favreau and uh, uh, the G4 people, and then and you hear this. You hear this right here. Hey, you people are dorks. Nice, <laughs> nice. That, whoever okay, said this that should have. This is the uh, the top five top news items from the San Diego Comic-Con 09. Oh, okay. Um, you, I mean, you could say the top five uh, 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 funnest uh, news items, the top five funnest? coolest new items. Okay. Obviously, we uh, didn't, this is good news. We, okay. didn't, we didn't hit these. Yeah, uh, you hit one of them, actually, which oh, okay. really, really dragged me down. Why don't you down, put that one man. at number five? Not going to do it. It stays where it is. The, okay. li- the list is the list, it's man. It's not number it's one, is it? No, it's not. Okay, good. No, no, well, no, 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 that's no, no. number five. Okay. Uh, number six. Um, I thought there was top five. Just roll with it, dude. Okay. Number six. Okay. Um, top five uh, best news items from Dallas San Diego Comic-Con 09. Uh, number six. The announcement that Zan and Jaina and Gleek action figures will arrive at your LCS this September 3rd. Okay. Is that date significant? No, nah, it's just the date they're showing up in your LCS. Okay. Dude, isn't that awesome? Wonder Twin Powers. Dude, cool. And not only is it like... Uh, um, uh, Shape of Zan, a yeah. microphone. Right. Shape um, of a frozen popsicle. But no, the, uh, uh, Zan a fist is... hitting it. Zan is not only Zan. Yeah, that's not so that's professional. That's exactly what we're talking about right there. So Zan, they don't not only have the Zan, but they have him as a bucket of water. <laughs> And Jaina, they have her not only as Jaina, but as a, a hawk. And the idea is that, that the hawk can carry the bucket of water. Yeah. In fact, I seem to remember an episode yes. where that happened. At the, San, laughter. <laughs> at the San Diego Comic-Con, you could get uh, that twin pack um, with Gleek. Unfortunately, Gleek will not be part of that pack uh, when it shows up in your LCS. I'm sure you can get him somehow. I just don't know exactly how. So, if you were at the SDCC, then, you know, hopefully you all scored your Zan and Jaina and Gleek action figures. That almost sounds like a, a pharmaceutical. Zan and Jaina? Mm, Zan and Jaina and Gleek. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you experience night wedding or elbow stink, please contact your doctor. <laughs> elbow stink? You get elbow yeah. stink. All right. So, uh, moving on. Um, item number five. Pause for laughter. <laughs> we found out that Jeff Johns uh, may write the Flash movie. Oh, that'd be he's awesome. um ding. Is he writing it or is he producing it? We found out that he may write the Flash he may, movie. He may co-write that's, it. That's the news I've got. Oh, wait a second. I don't like. I've got right. I don't now. like that qualifier may because you know what? Hey, I may write the movie too. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I think it's thanks for the help, dude. I think it's factual that he is co-producing yeah. it. Well, they said he's turned in uh, treatments for it. Awesome. Oh, so okay. we don't. We, we don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be coy. Um, but he literally may write the Flash movie. We just don't know. If if the producers like his treatment and want to give him the option, then there you go. But we just don't know yet. I would so, love a Flash movie. Um, mm-hmm. There is going to be a Flash movie, apparently, and Jeff Johns may write it. So, cool. Um, may I, yes. my, uh, tangent, sure. tangent size right here? 
I always wanted to see. He stopped the music. That's Ryan serious. Reynolds as Wally West in the Flash movie, which was a rumor that's been happening okay. for a long time. As we all know now, that's right. not going to happen because he's playing be Hal Jordan. Yeah, which I think is a huge mistake. Mm. I like Ryan Reynolds, and I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know if that's great casting. He would have been a better Guy Gardner, you know, because what? of his sarcastic wit. Yeah, I, I, I give I. Uh, Hollywood casters do a very good job. If you recall, when Michael Keaton was cast as Bat as Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne Batman, we yeah. all went, "Huh." I'm Batman. I'm Batman. He did a wonderful job. He was a very good Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> and, yes. And I think you know what? <laughs> let's just trust him. I agree with you. I think he would make a great guy, Gardner. But let's see what happens. Yeah. I personally thought Willem Dafoe was a horrible choice for the Green Goblin yeah. for Norman Osborn. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. So okay. maybe we'll be surprised. Yeah, that'd be it'd be good to be surprised by that. All right, so uh, number item number four. Okay, um, item number four. The best uh, news items from uh, San Diego Comic Con '09 is that there are so many girls walking around the convention floor in the slave Leia getup that they have to take a group picture of them. I've seen that group picture. I've seen that group. picture, I haven't. Too. I haven't. But if that's not I good news, an, I don't know. What I think it is. it's an annual thing that the slave yeah. layers always get together for those group pictures. <laughs> that's, that's fairly unstable. Yeah. Okay. I get that. All right. I uh, that. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, you, you tell the uh, I'm not sure. I, I, don't I, I was read bluffing. Lips. I don't actually know what he was talking. Oh, about. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Frank's had three children with slave layers is what he was trying to say. <laughs> um. so it's a family show. I can't say what it was. No, but you guys that is it. not acceptable. Um, okay. Um, item number three. Um, Joey Q is kidnapped by a Mexican gang. To this point, there have been no demands. <laughs> that. Now, now, I had heard that there were demands, but they were trying to talk them down. You know, they were trying to negotiate. You don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> You want ten dollars? Tell you what, we'll give them fifteen dollars to keep them. How's I heard. That? I agree. I heard the terrorists were actually trying to pay Marvel to take him back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> because wow. he wanted to change how the terrorist organization worked. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know. They, you they know. Let's retcon this whole thing, guys. Now, hear me out. Listen. Mm-hmm. What we'll do is instead of you being leader. Yeah. You be leader. And by the way, I'm not trying to be racist when I use the term Mexican gang. I just figured they're in San Diego. It's in close proximity to Tijuana, oh, which has no. lots of gang activity. Somebody's so. going to get an email. It's more a proximity Send those two thing. Bill yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with my feelings towards the people of Latin descent. <laughs> yeah, like Johnny M. Um, okay. Uh, um, uh, number two of the best five news items from the San Diego Comic-Con 09. Is it the pictures that Bert, the stormtrooper, sent us of uh... Olivia Munn dressed as Emma Frost? Yes. I have yet to see that picture. Well, you should have seen the television coverage earlier today. It was spectacular. I bet we could find it on their website. And who is, and and for everyone who doesn't know, who is she? Uh, she's the co-host of uh, Attack of the, the show, show, which I've honestly, seriously, that I've heard my, about. That was I, my least favorite prequel. I've heard about it for years. <laughs> Good point. But I've I've literally never, ever, ever watched that show. Um, I've seen clips time to time on the interwebs, but uh, I was only watching it because it was San Diego Comic-Con coverage. So there you go. I was, um, um, but earlier, I'll probably start watching it more. I, I guess you weren't in the room, Brad, but we yes. were watching all of her costume changes. Yeah. And so she was coming in out. She was Emma Foss. She was Laura Croft. I was here, she but was, I, she I was, was uh, working. She was Silk Spectre um, when I first tuned in this morning. I guess see, like, she's last a night. very attractive woman. Yeah. She reminds me of my wife. True. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, number one, the top news item from the San Diego Comic-Con 09 is as follows. Number one, the rest of the country was quiet as we all enjoyed a weekend free of geek-on-geek geek violence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So that was the number one news item. I thought you said there were six. I read six. No, you kept saying there was five, but then you said number six. Yeah. Was there a joke that I missed? I guess. I don't okay. know. I also heard that in San Diego, uh, yeah. deodorant sales were the lowest ever. Why would they do that? Because geeks stink and they don't use deodorant. That's oh, why. okay. But sales of burritos through the roof. Through the roof. So yeah, um, six was Zan and Jaina. Five was Jeff John's Flash movie. Four was Slave Leia's. Three was Joey Q. Two was uh, Emma Frost. And one was Geek on Geek Violence. Okay, but... Why did you say there was a top five, but then you gave us six? I guess I miscounted. I don't know. But when I called you on it, you were like, just uh-huh. roll with me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I, I would I'm like to comment more on these right photos now. sent in by Bert the Stormtrooper. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can you please tell us about Wonder Woman and Hot Girl? Just a little <laughs> bit more. Um, I think we're doing audio Twitter, are we not? I think it's it may be about time for an audio Twitter. You know, doing, you doing, doing audio Twitter? That'd be a good way to wrap we up get, the show. Uh, you want to do that? We getting close? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that that would be two hour mark. That'd yeah, be a good place to wrap. Do it. You guys up. want the? Uh, Ooh, and uh, I brought boilerplate with me. So I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys select which uh, uh, tweet you want to hear uh, this episode, and we'll do the other one next episode. Uh, you can either pick uh, Crunchberries or Emmanuel Kant. Emmanuel Kant. Pardon me. Let's go with Crunchberries. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did that on purpose because I... That's like when a woman asks, what do I look better in, the red or blue? You look good in blue. And she wears the red. I wear, I'm going with the red, baby. Come so, again. What? Come again. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. So uh, so we good? Am I, am I plugged in? Yeah. Well, away we Fire go. away. And... Waiting on Windows Media Player. Like people ever have to do that. Why don't you have it queued up? I I like that your family's listening to ABBA. I don't know. I appreciate that, though. I love ABBA. They're not watching Mamma Mia, are they? Yes, they are. No. Oh, I didn't realize that. Guess who else is watching Mamma Mia? (sighs) Why? Me? It's in my light of sign. Sign Dude. I am am sorry. Are you going to tweet or not? (sighs) I'm getting an hourglass right now. Your story has become tiresome. Your daughter is on the kitchen standing on the counter. This really... Yeah. This, this is, is she supposed to be standing this on is the counter? Kind of I'm going to go check. Off. I'm going to check her out there. Is she supposed to be standing on the counter? All right. Is Does Frank want to... No, she, she's, for she knows cumin? how to do that. She, it's okay. She good. Did you get it? Is it queued hmm? up? Yeah, I now got Frank's it. Frank's gone. I'm standing by. I, I don't, should we wait for Frank to get back? Yes. I guess so. Frank! Frank! Oh. Ready for a tweet? Yeah. Your dog exposed its... What? Your dog exposed its belly to me. I walked by and it went... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I had to scratch. I was obligated Which one? to scratch. The, uh, the brown one? Okay. The yes. orange one? Tweet. Good. Tweet. All right. And with no further ado... Too late for that. Are we... Sounding this? Is this, is this up right now? Is this, <laughs> this is always oh, an ordeal. I have, I have the wrong fader up. <laughs> well, let me hit the stop button then. Okay, the standing by. Up. All right. Now. Thank you. Now. Don't worry. As we established earlier, uh, it'll never be like the first time. It's not worth the wait. So uh, <laughs> just just listen, everybody, and you know whatever.
know I can't turn it up anymore. Bill's audio Twitter. Yeah, ball crunch berries here. I'm looking at the ball, and it occurs to me that they've got green crunch berries now. That's new. Well, I went ahead and ate all the green crunch berries, and um, let me tell you, man, I'm thinking about my wife right now. I mean, I'm thinking about her. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bill, I'm gonna get. I, so there you go. You you have hit a home run with all of them so far. So they're doing very well. Hey, just wait till next episode. That's the good one. <laughs> okay. Boilerplate. I just uh, I had to uh, I had to throw in a little uh, production value this time. I had to add in uh, Doctor Lexus agreeing with me. <laughs> so all those of you who don't know Doctor Lexus is go see Idiocracy. Thank you for listening please, to it. Please enjoy the second worst movie ever, according to Brad. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. And be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. It comes out every Thursday on the same feed. Legion of Dudes is getting ready for their 50th episode. Check out the website for phone numbers, for times to call in and listen. Visit our website at halfhourwasted.com to check out our blogs, forum, photos, and more. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. You can also drop us an email, an individual email at brad, frank, or bill at halfhourwasted.com. Visit our sponsor, dcbservice.com. And remember, till next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. Uh, hey, how y'all doing? So, um... <laughs> Just I'm Bill. What? Okay, I'm Bill, and, and we'll I've got a lot of fun week. things to say. We'll see you next week. It's not the right time for that, is it? This is I